Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It With Matt Stewart on Monday the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. This week on the show, joining us in the monkey house, it's internet celebrity and co-host of the Weekly Planet podcast, Mr. Nick Mason. It's me, I'm back, guys. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome right. home. Thank you. It feels, <laughs> feels like home. Where have you been, young man? It's none of your business. You know, even my real dad. I mean, we look quite similar, <laughs> but that's just, it's just. Genetics. Weird. It's genetics. Yeah. yeah. We're related. You look like different flavors of Skittles. Oh, yeah. what flavor am I? I'd be, uh, I'd be uh, ginger. Ginger. You're a ginger Skittle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I always like lemon, lemon lime. They used to do ads where they said you can make up your own flavors. I'm having lemon lime orange. That was just them having lemon lime and orange. They took out maybe three letters. They haven't invented any flavors no. at all. There. I only realized that now that I was fooled as a child. <laughs> uh, also, in here in the monkey house. All return guests this week. It's the co-host of multiple Sans Pants Radio podcasts, Cass Page. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. It's great to. I, don't know why I, said that. <laughs> <laughs> I went to be like, "Hi, Cass," but then we 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 spoke earlier. So then I then I pivoted. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, it's funny because you've already said half your sentence. You mm. need to go somewhere. You got to go somewhere. Hi, not complete sentence on its own. I see. I know I would have done the same thing. Hi. And I just would have left the building, I think. <laughs> embarrassment. Anyway, that's all the guests, right, Matt? No. You always the, have two guests. Well, uh, for the first time this week, we have a third guest. What? Because we're talking about a topic this week that's too big for only three of us to <laughs> chat about. <laughs> so I've got a third guest. It's host of the Gamey Gamey Game show, Evan Munro-Smith. Hi. So this feels like a, a meeting of the families. We've got the heads of yeah, the, the gamey game world, of the planet broadcasting world, and the sun's pants world. Oh, thank you for pronouncing it properly. A lot of people get it wrong. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're here to make some big decisions not on my about watch. podcasting. Yeah, yeah. What are we guys? Gonna, I think we, we should quit podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. The whole industry would benefit. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah. Should we go into something else? 
What could, what could all four of us do together? Um, Work in public transport. Oh, yes, that's true. I mean, I'm, you've I'm, got an in. I'm really bad at it, though. So, <laughs> oh. I, mean, it's... I mean, today you you got here about as reliably as the public transport. 20 runs. minutes late, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciated. Probably. I like, I like uh, someone having a consistent personality. You better believe it. I reckon the four of us could drive one tram. If oh, we yes. all <gasps> banded like together. Like a Voltron scenario. But... Yeah. Is that what Voltron does? Drive yeah, he drives a tram. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Something about transit always, I don't know, I feel like we'd pair off into twos, maybe into like our own separate pantomime horses and try and cat dog the tram. Okay. <laughs> yep. Because they have a front and a back, but both can be, yeah, yeah. trams oh, are the cat dog. dogs of trains. Right. Mm. And cat dog being the cartoon character cat dog? Yes. Okay, great. Thank right. you very I thought much. that might have been some sort of a manoeuvre. In, a, in, in in some sort of a subset of humanity. That is true. Dogging is a thing that means so many different mm. things. I've just realised. I meant, you know, when you when you uh, when you are mean to someone, you you sort of snub them for a different activity. It's known as dogging them. Um, you call them a dog. Uh, a fun thing to do if someone calls if someone is being a dog to you is start going woof woof woof, and oh, they say what, fun. and it's like I thought it would be better if I spoke to you in a language you understood, and that's very cutting <laughs> to someone who's being a dog, especially but, when they figure it out probably months later. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, the times I've used it, I've said, yeah, language understand, you dog, because oh, you're a dog, yeah, you have right. dogged me on this occasion. But dogging also means something else. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> None of us here know what it is, Cash. You should probably. We should, if you're going to talk about anything, could you keep it to aping oh. or, or monkeying about? Oh, I'm so Not for sorry. This dog mm. chat. Mm. That's cruel of me, and I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, dogs often have the same number of limbs as primates. There's a there's wow. A... Off, did you often, say often? often? <laughs> yeah. Some do. I don't know if tails count. Yeah. Some have more, but they all they have tails. Dogs do, but is a tail a limb for a dog if it's prehensile on a primate? Is prehensibility is that a word <laughs> a requisite for limb? Um, look, you're getting into. Some pretty deep stuff now. Oh. We normally save that for the back half of the show. I am, I am genuinely so sorry. Um, I understand. These are good I'm never coming back. I really hope. I really hope a listener will have an answer for that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure because I'm pretty sure it's the old world monkeys have prehensile tails. Is that right? Old world. And the new worlds. Oh, don't. Why did I start this? <laughs> one or the other. And I'm definitely confident. The one that is right, I'm confident that it is. <laughs> Very good. I uh, wonder if, if there are, and I'm sure there are some primate experts listening to this, at what point do they switch off? I think they've done that yeah. by now. <laughs> it's happened already. Do they send you corrective emails or do they just switch off? Is they the don't question. tend to. I have not had many people correct me on anything, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Mm. That's sick that you've never been wrong. Yeah, I know. It's really good. <laughs> I'm on a hot streak. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> Did. So in the past, you've all been on on uh, before. You've mm-hmm. had your favourite primates. Has, has there been any movement here? Have you been researching any more? Have you found any new breeds or species? Yes. Um, I, I wasn't the one to discover this, but um, <laughs> I've recently been informed about the tiny marmoset. Before it was the Japanese macaque. Those are the ones that go into the hot springs and look like they don't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Very um, regal, I feel. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the tiny marmoset... It's little paw oh, is as wow. big as the tip of a finger. Oh, Just that's the, very cute. Oh, the idea of sneaking a monkey anywhere. Oh, <laughs> imagine going to the movies and they just being <laughs> giving you a little monkey a popcorn. It holds a kernel with two hands. <laughs> you hear a little. <laughs> it's too. It's too. No one's going to complain. I would. Compl- I would shush that monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that I wouldn't. I would. I'd do it. Hey, probably allowed on trams. They would have to be. 
in a carrier, I would imagine. I don't think it's ever come mm. up, but that yeah. seems cruel, but it it checks out. <laughs> yeah, right. That that's uh-huh. true as well for human primates. If you want to be on a tram, <laughs> you got to yeah, be in a carrier. In, in a the carrier. tram is the carrier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, thank God for loopholes. Mm, that's right. <laughs> that's a great. That's a bit of a, an upgrade, maybe. I mean, we did have a primate of the year vote, and and the your old favorite won that, but. Mm. They're also they're also assholes. I think uh, the macaques or macaques. I'm oh. not surprised, macaque. Yeah, because oh. they they will in the hot springs. They only allow certain bloodlines of macaque to enter the hot spring. So oh, there's like no. freezing, so much room in there, and there are freezing cold macaques just sitting outside wow. watching. It's brutal. Oh. <laughs> They've got those little gloves with no fingers on yeah. them. <laughs> They're just warming their hands over a burning bin. Please. <laughs> Please, sir. And as far as I'm aware, I don't think the little marmosets do that. I don't think they have any fires how, at all. How do the macaques know which are the lower macaques? I guess, well, I guess how do you know you're related to your, your family? You probably wouldn't Oh, my know God, it. I don't know I'm related <laughs> to my family. I'm going to make some Son. phone calls. There's literally no proof. <laughs> yeah, right. What, what's a paper for? My birth certificate? Yeah. Anyone can write anything on a piece of paper. Everyone's got mm. printers now. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no way to know. Everyone's got printers now? I to go. We're going to Harvey Norman. <laughs> I don't have a printer at home. Look, neither oh, do I. <laughs> I mean, you don't have a printer at home. No. That means you've got a printer, mate. Wow. Yeah. You've got one in the office. That means you've got a, a printer and a place of business. Yeah. You can't all be that lucky. Enough. A little bit braggy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm trying to... So so um, Evan is the host of Gamey Gamey Game, yes. which I've been on once and I enjoyed it a lot, but I wasn't aware at the time that the, the, the dynamic of Gamey Gamey Game was everybody takes a shot at Evan <laughs> while Evan attempts to keep the show rolling. No, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. So I'm trying to avoid that dynamic here. I'm oh, gonna be, that's That's why I gave the round of applause. I came here to be I'm respected. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who gets derailed around. <laughs> exactly, around that's right. Back off, Evan. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a fav- new favourite or are you it's, sticking with it? It's incompetent. The last, time, the last couple of times it's been the silverback gorilla just because yeah. he big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He big, big man. Is, that, is the silverback the biggest? Yeah, the primate. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. of all time, I don't know. But uh, not of all time, but of, of current <laughs> King Kong day is the biggest one. I think. Yeah. Oh, so the yeah. right. Okay. So yeah. the the gorillas, uh, gorillas are the biggest, and the silverbacks are the biggest of the gorillas. Right. They're the older. They're the sort of the head of the pack. They're the ones who literally have silver hair on their back. Yes. Right. I meant that to write. <laughs> was really good. <laughs> yeah. But the other day, I was at the zoo. And I saw a, a new kind of monkey that I think might be in competition to be my new favourite monkey. <gasps> it's the the squirrel monkey, which which uh, stuck out because he's he's relatively normal. He's got a little demonic face, <laughs> but also his his hands and feet are yellow. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, great! Which, oh. which is fun, and it also makes me think, like it. It makes me look like makes me feel like his hands and feet are stained like a smoker's. Yeah, <laughs> he looks dirty. But he can do both. He can do hands and feet. He can smoke, <laughs> he can smoke with all four limbs. So right. yeah, they that. look great. They kind of look like they've got a, a an eye covering, like a superhero sort of eye yes. mask. Yes. Or someone who's napping on a plane. And smoking. <laughs> and smoking. You put on the do not disturb sign. <laughs> you put the eye mask on. You take your seatbelt off. Put your seat back down and you smoke with all four limbs. That's someone with confidence, <laughs> That's right, right yeah. yeah. You yeah, use your move. first limb to light the cigarettes on the other three limbs, put them all in your mouth, <laughs> suck hard as you lift your foot up to your mouth to light the fourth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> this is why they don't let you smoke on planes. 
Evan, I think your favorite primate first time around you said was uh, Andy from Toy Story. Is that still true? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, well, that's that. I said that on Gamey Game. I said that 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 my favorite Disney character was Andy from Toy Story. Right. I'm confusing some things. Yes, <laughs> but my uh, but, but I, equally bizarre answer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's just. I think it's a good answer, Evan. Thanks. Hey, you're super relatable. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it's just. I mean, I... you mainly see his feet. I was put on the spot <laughs> for a favorite a Disney guy. character. Anyway, the no, my favorite primate is human, and I'm going to double down on that. I think humans are great. Jeez, you infuriate listeners <laughs> with these answers. <laughs> it feels like a loophole. Yeah. Do you think that they can even smoke or you know wear b- eye coverings? Humans. Yeah. I think so. Well, but you don't know so. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, I mean, the question, uh, you, you've found the loophole, but I've closed it from now on <laughs> okay. for non-human primates. All but right, I'll have to think hard for the well, next no, time. you've already snuck through under the fence. So you're, <laughs> oh, all right, I can stick with that. You've got a lifetime you're, human guarantee. You're making a very bold assumption that Matt will ask you back for another, <laughs> for, for another round. If you're like, mm, I'll do it next time, I'll pick another one next time. Will you? Will you, Evan? Why do you keep asking why do I keep asking? Because I'd really hope you change. <laughs> I think you should grow. I mean, I, we're all on a journey here. You should change it from favorite primate. Come to up with something else. Well, like favorite dog? What? It's less relevant. <laughs> no, like a different, just a different, you know, question for the guests. Like fuck, marry, kill, or something. <laughs> I mean, with primates. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that guy like that. Evan, a lot, are you actually. what you wanting me to ask you which primate you'd fuck? Is that and what? marry. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm doubling down on human. Nice. Good. Good. <laughs> you just, you closed your loophole. <laughs> you closed your loophole and then stabbed another hole <laughs> next to the suture. So, yeah. you, if you could, so you'd be human for all three. If you could kill any primate, it'd be a human. All right. I didn't think that through. No, no. I thought it was good. You could be um, saying Hitler. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I reckon Hitler's worse than any non human primate. Apart from maybe Cobra's it's pretty bad. It's a big call. He's pretty bad, isn't he? Yeah. Cobra. Cobra from the rebooted Planet of the Apes. Right. He's no Hitler. No. I don't think. <laughs> we saw his backstory. He was treated very poorly. Hitler was an art student or something. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we're going down a weird Hitler hole now. <laughs> Not again. Hitler must have gone through some shit though, right? To end Evan, up like he don't. did. <laughs> Let's not. All right. Let's not do that. Are you trying to... No, you're trying to hum- you're trying to humanize everyone now. You're such a human fan. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the classic film that I had only heard about because of this podcast, Project X. Ooh. It's been suggested by listeners, and I I will find out who they were in a second. And to Terrific. clarify, this is not the Project X that's about the, the party, the teen party movie. Project it is X. This is the 1987 the film Project X. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, mate. Because it had hum- it had humans, the ultimate. Yes. <laughs> Like, well, this is weird that he's asked me to watch this, but I give it a go. Well, I guess it's technically fine. Yeah. But... yeah, I was confused until until you said the eighties film. Yes, I I had to double check that I was saying the right name. <laughs> but yeah, this has been suggested a few times, starring Matthew Broderick mm. from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and this is a couple of years after. Mm. Might even be the, it's the next or the next after next movie you did from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> and at the start, I was like, oh, he's playing Ferris Bueller. Yeah, oh right, yeah, yeah. you definitely get that vibe early was, on. He'd been he'd been doing had some schemes going in yeah. the army. I guess because they want to mm. ease us in because yeah. they're like, well, you don't want to change him from being the 
the nonstop party man to being a, 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 a you know a, a, a military man with a heart. So you yeah, wanna, you want to you want to ease them way, way in with a party shirt. Totally, you know? yeah. that's exactly yeah. So well, this is what IMDb briefly describes the film as it says: an Air Force pilot joins a top secret military experiment involving chimps, but begins to suspect there might be something more to the mysterious Project X. I reckon the name Project X probably should have rung some bells. <laughs> yeah. Can you give me any more details? Nah, it's just Project X. <laughs> Don't look too far into it. Now I'm in the project. Can you tell me more about it? No. no. <laughs> You'll learn along the way. He, did he? I don't even... I don't remember him being that sus on it. It wasn't no, until he, he found really out suspect. it was. No, no, he did. He did. I did. A li- oh, no, actually, it wasn't sus. He just asked questions and then people got weird about it and he stopped. Because right. someone goes to, like, go somewhere where he doesn't know and he's like, hey, where are you taking the chimps? And he was like, you don't have clearance. Who are you? Why are you asking this? He gets real mad. Yeah. Real mad. And that guy's wearing a big cowboy hat. He is, and no and one you, ever talks about that. No. And you don't mess with Texas. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I learned. Uh, the film also stars Helen Hunt and Willie as Virgil the Chimp. Oh. They would later team up as a, ma- a married couple in Mad About You. W- Willie the, <laughs> the Chimp he played received, Paul he, Reiser. Yeah, Paul Reiser, that's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. Talented actor. So we meet Helen Hunt first, but before we even met, meet Helen Hunt, we're out in Africa. We send elephants and giraffes and hippopotamuses. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a, a chimp is shot. <laughs> yes. Flash forward, Helen Hunt is yes. getting a chimp. <laughs> yes. In her lab. Yes. And she teaches it how to speak with sign language. She does. And they get they get on really well. Um, she they say it's going to take a while to bond, but that chimp hugs her straight away. Oh, he's so scared. Um. As soon as sort of you get to the first opening scenes, as soon as you first see Virgil the Chimp, um, he has – I see why they cast him. He's so versatile. Yeah. He has um, <laughs> big, sad chimp eyes and looks terrified. And that moment I was like, this chimp is going to break my damn heart. <laughs> Anything this chimp is doing will kill me to death. Um, anytime the chimp's in the cage, he, like, will hug his body or something his near him. His little crocodile friend. He's got a little toy. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I in primary school, somebody I'd never seen this movie before. But when I was a kid, somebody was like, "You seen Project X?" And I went, "Nah." No, they said, "They said, have you seen Project X? It's a it's a movie about the the, the government experiments on monkeys, and then they all die." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've seen it." <laughs> and the guy was like, "Sick," and I'm like, "Yeah, it was sick, but I hadn't seen it." But I and I've spent like otherwise was, you would have said they weren't monkeys; they yeah, were apes. They were apes exactly. But I had not seen, and I thought this movie was a much grimmer. Like sci-fi exploration, yeah. exploitation yeah. of monkeys. And, I yeah. assumed it was going to be as well. But I mean, it's pretty grim, film. but it it's is a little a bit grim. Family, it's a fun family film. Family yeah. grim. Mm. Uh, mm. They, yeah, because they. So we, now we got the the chimps. Helen Hunt's got the chimp, right? But oh. then they've cut funding. Helen Hunt's sign language project <laughs> with Willie <laughs> yeah. or Virgil the chimp is being cut short. And we've we've grown to love this relationship, I guess. We're meant to have. <laughs> There's a was, montage. There was a montage. There's several yeah. montages <laughs> in the film. Yeah. He knows how to say apple and um with his fingers. With his fingers, yes. <laughs> he can't speak. Apple. Apple's then... <laughs> the first word he learns and he does it by like pushing his little fist against his face and it's very cute. Yes. That's like how children pose in their first school photos. Oh, like when you go to the shopping center and there's like that tiny little booth. They make you booth. Yeah. pose like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Little squishy faces. Mm. And then during that, there's a little call forward to 
flying because he points at a, a mobile mm-hmm. and Helen Hunt very quickly goes, you want to fly? Because <laughs> yeah. he pointed at the ceiling. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted to eat the mobile. Yeah. You don't know. It's a monkey. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like, okay, that feels heavy handed, but sure. <laughs> I, I thought he used the sign for fly and now I'm thinking back. I don't think he did. <laughs> right. All uh, right. I went to look this movie up because I figured – There'll be a lot of fun facts about the production of this movie, like because it's it's working with animals, a lot yeah. of a lot of animals. But I couldn't find any. There's no. There's no fun facts. <laughs> there's only distressing facts. Yeah. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, really? I found an okay <laughs> fact. It was just oh, yeah? a fact. Um, so it was about. So this is just from the Wikipedia page. Um, so. Back in the day, Bob Barker and the United Activists for Animal Rights. Oh, Bob Barker, the, the Bob game Barker, show host. I Bob think. Barker from the Price Happy is right. Gilmore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Price yeah. is wrong, bitch. All those things are correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, he was like, this was really, really cruel. It was animal cruelty in this film. And That then, was the distressing fact that I was talking about. Okay. Oh, right. but then the, the animal American, cruelty. Yeah. <laughs> But the American Humane Association was a consult during the movie and they filed a $10 million defamation lawsuit against right. that for saying that there was cruelty. Mm. And then um, Barker wasn't happy about it, but in 1994 his insurance company settled the lawsuit for three hundred grand. Not very big, mm. but, yeah. They they managed to make a case like for defamation of cruelty, which huh. is... It's insane, like watching that film, because um, the overarching message of the film is, you know, animals shouldn't be exploited. Mm. Yeah, they just do that while exploiting animals the whole time. Yeah, like yeah. smoke. There's a smoking a monkey smoking in this movie. Had yellow hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and they're in cages. Like they're in they're cages. In cages. The whole time. You see them like climbing over a barbed wire fence. It was like that's not fake. That's yeah. genuinely <laughs> right. happening. Yeah, yeah, Matthew Broderick put a leather jacket to cover himself from the yeah. barbed wire. But then a couple of chimps they just made jump through it. <laughs> They Where's just their leather jacket? <laughs> they built a catapult and just flung them. But Bob Barker was saying there were like apparently they had a snake on set. Um, okay, why was that? To scare the monkey, to scare the chimps <laughs> oh, into oh. performing in certain ways. Uh-huh. Okay, um, that's so. And then apparently there's a deleted scene with Helen Hunt just holding a snake <laughs> by the tail and waving it threateningly. I said Apple, <laughs> do the sign for Apple. I don't know. Yeah, does does that make anyone act better? A snake. <laughs> Been ready to pounce? Well, I, pounce? I, I, I think the thing is that the chimps would be scared of a snake, and so right. they would like some of the fact. You know, there are scenes in the film where the chimps are distressed. right cowering or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, that's probably how they might right. have done well, that. Well, they're not going to cow from a stage hand, are they? They'll fight a stage. <laughs> Maybe hand, not. So you gotta, you gotta Unless find the stage way. hand had a uh, stage a club. Knuckles. Or yes. a cattle prod. Oh no! Th- other things. Oh. Haven't done his research. Oh no! <laughs> no. Well, there is a scene in it where where one of the one of the the chimps just does get cattle prodded, but I assume that was a prop. I guess they had like a they had <laughs> a, a cattle prop cattle prod and a real cattle prod for <laughs> oh, later. Don't mix them up. Yeah. So they yeah right. So, but then so who was the the animal protection agency? The American Do we trust them? Humane Association. Association yeah. Jeez, God, it, you'd want to. Yeah. Well, so that's let's have no wonder they, so they needed did... to sue if they. Maybe maybe standards were different back then. Oh, you know, sure. It was a different yeah. time. It was a pre-9-11 world. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you were um, probably thinking that I was already. absolutely thinking that. This, From this... the moment I stepped in this room, I've been thinking, <laughs> when's he going to say pre-9-11 world? <laughs> it was very pre-9-11, actually. This organisation was founded in 1877, and I'm sure what? the standards have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah it used to be it used to be different but it used to be early on it was like we if we treat these chimps humanely we've got to put them in full suit and tie right <laughs> exactly that's right and then over time that became less and less so it was sort of smart casual uh, <laughs> eventually summer wear and now they only have to make them wear uh, board shorts. Do chimps like wearing clothes? No, do you reckon? I don't think so. <laughs> They've already got. They've got inbuilt so clothes. Much hair. Mm. Like if I was, if wearing a beanie is sometimes a bit much, you know. Yeah. Mm. Imagine mm. if For the hair chimp. was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But then you had to wear a beanie the whole time. Because Helen Hunt's yeah. character had him in clothes. Yeah, she I... hates wearing clothes, Helen Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after that, like once they're in the military facility, that yeah, they're none back, of them were wearing. Actually, they're they're treating him better in that <laughs> way. <laughs> well, that was the weird thing. Helen Hunt's like, I'm treating him so well here. Yeah, he's got in a hoodie. This classroom inside this chimp. Who yeah, lives <laughs> outside normally, and I'm I know I'm only an amateur primatologist, but I know that as a fact. <laughs> Chimps. Uh, generally, will live outdoors. Yeah, she didn't. Mm. We don't. We don't see her give him any outside time at all. No, really. No. It's just yeah. She's trying to make it a. I think she's treating it like a, a kid. There's a, some subplot there where she <laughs> has not met the right guy or whatever. <laughs> Things haven't worked out. She hasn't been able to have a kid, and she thinks this chimp is the answer, but it's not the answer. A chimp will adopt you. a human, or you know, there are other ways around it. Mm. If you want it furry and small, dog. Maybe like a big brother, big sister type organization. Mm. Not a chimp. Build a robot. Build a killer robot. Andy Circus. Andy Circus could <laughs> hire Andy Circus to build a killer robot. Yes. Now we're getting somewhere. Helen Hunt, if you're listening, please. <laughs> this is important. Mm. I know you're having trouble with your husband, Paul Riser, right now. <laughs> yeah, the chimp. <laughs> the chimp. <laughs> But you shouldn't, and I mean, there, there's another example of something. You shouldn't have married a chimp. Exactly, right? <laughs> I don't care how funny the shenanigans are. Mm. Or, I mean, very mildly amusing if my memories are mad about you. <laughs> correct. Um, so how far in are we now? So we're, so we've, we've met Matthew Broderick. We've found he's a party boy army guy. Oh, yeah. oh so we're right at the start. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. We've also met uh, Helen Hunt's lost her chimp. She's been told it's being sent to a zoo. Yeah, the funding's been cut. It's being sent to a zoo. She wanted to buy it. She's like, I'll buy it. Fifteen. Where are you getting 15 grand for? I'll find the money. Where are you going to get the 10 grand for food? I'll figure it out. You can't do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go anywhere, did it? Yeah. And that's one of those, it, this is like, this. I feel like this is like, you know, when you watch an old movie and you're like, well, if they all had mobile phones, this would be fine. This is like, well, now you just set up a GoFundMe to buy, yeah. A, yeah. To buy a, a chimp and it'd be fine. You'd, you'd raise it. In 24 hours, because of the novelty value, you'd have the chimp. <laughs> you'd ride off into the sunset. That's right. It's basically it's on a horse carrying a rifle. Yeah, it's the apes. much like the the Notre Dame now. You know. Yeah, right. Similar yeah. thing. I think they set up a GoFundMe, didn't they? The Ch- church. The church. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should all kick in for those poor, <laughs> that poor little church, Richard. Organ- anyway, let's not get. <laughs> Let's go not get political. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. But um, yeah, that, that is true. She totally could have raised money for a chimp. Yeah. Mm. She's but, a scientist. Mm. No. She's, she's she, got 15 grand, doesn't she? She's no. done a page. She or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. they, they, she was doing a thesis. Like it came to the end of right. it and they were like, you have enough money. to No, you have enough stuff to finish your thesis. She, <gasps> she got no money. Uh, <laughs> but again, in the 80s. She could have gone with the original GoFundMe, which is a bikini car wash. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that could have, sure been yeah. Yeah. could have been a montage. It could have been a montage. Yeah. Uh, some 80s music happening. Yeah, roller skates. Or as they called it back then, music. Yes. <laughs> yes they called it modern day music. 
I, Do they call that modern day, modern day music? <laughs> Could you put I love on some modern day music? <laughs> so she's lost. She's lost the chimp Willie, whose real name's Virgil. No, no, nope. other way around. <laughs> um, and and she says that uh, she says Virgil, and then she writes Virgil on a toy. Mm. I'm like, why are they taking so much time to write the name Virgil on this toy? It was so that Matthew Broderick could find out its name. Virgil, I guess. Mm. And he assumed that that was the chimp's name, not the alligator's name. I you would assume, assume it's the, the alligator, alligator right? I would have right. assumed it was yeah. the child who owned that toy before. <laughs> before the, before yeah. the chimp killed it yeah. and took the alligator. We've seen yeah. Toy Story. <laughs> so the, um, <laughs> so now so the chimps ended up at the um, is it army or air force? It's an air force, air force. base. Yeah, air force. We found Matthew Broderick. Um, he he took a girl up. He wanted to get laid, according to his boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got um, he got a demotion or a side motion. He got a side motion, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To... He got a daily motion, Doctor. <laughs> and that sent him over to this same program with the chimps. Mm. Um, and he was he thought he was going to be able to fly, but not to be. He yep. was there to teach chimps how to fly. Everyone's mm. been misled. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no zoos. There's no flying. Yeah. Just chimps. Just a bit of communication. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like a flying zoo in a way. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, zoos are a bit nicer. They can be. They can be <laughs> real bad as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This, this facility was real bad. I think in America and overseas, I think Australian zoos are pr- pretty okay. Ooh. But I think some overseas zoos call themselves zoos and they're like people's backyards with tiny cages with a crocodile in it. I think the laws <laughs> are different because I know in the UK, US you can have privately owned zoos. So you, a person, can be like, <laughs> I'm going to buy a cheetah <laughs> and I'm going to charge admission. There's probably two to three other steps involved in this, but it is a Well, you have to set up problem. a GoFundMe yeah. to pay oh, for the cheetah. Of course. Is that the plot of the film I bought a zoo? Um, I haven't seen the film. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. Maybe. Some people are really horrible. There's a there's a, oh, there's this uh, guy. He's, I've forgotten his name. It's Hitler? We mentioned it <laughs> earlier. Why, are you still on the same topic about the zoos? Yeah, the zoo. Oh. Um, I'll remember his name. Hitler really mistreated animals. Yeah. Vegetarian, though. Hmm. Yeah. He's a, very, he's yeah, a compli- complex, complex character, complex as Evan was trying to argue before. This dude was uh, had a privately run zoo and was um, they'd make a lot of money from having people play with tiger cubs, which not a great idea. Oh. And um, it was they were like, oh, we think you're doing crimes. And they were like, we're going to look for the bodies of apparently these, like, number of like I don't know the number they thought it was I think it was in the teens there were like these tiger cubs that have died on your watch because you just haven't cared for them like babies should make it to adulthood mm. and they found 22 oh over God. a space of a, a year what what that's nearly two tigers dying a month yeah wow there's another one's gone <laughs> <laughs> and another one mm. um it's no good it's no, no good at all but the monkeys, oh, they're sitting in these little, um, in the movie. They've got yeah. little flight simulators. <laughs> yeah. They're looks, being looked after. They're having a they great got, time. They've got a Microsoft flight simulator. Yeah. They've got a beta, like, beta copy of that. In the <laughs> film, they called them monkeys a few times. Please. We're they're here. Chimps. We're here I'm amongst so sorry. primatologists. Which ones are they? They're apes and okay. chimps. Okay, good, good, good. They can be both. <clears throat> chimps can be apes too. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they probably went... You know, to the pet food store every day, and they were like, "Do you have any tiger chow?" And they're like, "We don't have any tiger chow." And they're like, oh. "Can you get some in?" <laughs> they're looking really ordinary back home. <laughs> we're fe- yeah, what? Are, yeah, do no mm. good. We've been feeding them frosties. Yeah, 
Not, a, not good enough. We thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's the wrong one, isn't it? That felt right to me. No, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's you. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. This movie, I think the, this movie's main two selling points were look at all these chimps, yeah. how fun <laughs> the chimps are, and also look at the sweeping vista of the flight simulator. We're mm. in 1987, or as we call it, the modern day. Yeah. <laughs> and look at this. isn't Because there was there were a lot of sweeping shots of like, look at this sky we've built. Look yeah. at this. Mm. Look at this. And it kind of looks like a Windows 98 screensaver. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, uh, But it was funny because I was, yeah, I was thinking the same. I'm like, this, I guess they're showing this so much because it looks really great at the time. Mm. And I guess it would have, I suppose. Probably. It probably would have been. Co- yeah. It probably would have cost more than renting all the monkeys. Right. Chimps. I, th- I don't think they, they rented the chimps. They rented them? No, 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 I don't think they did. Oh, how do you get them then? They bought them. Oh. The film studios can buy them. Oh. Yeah. Property of uh, 20th Century Fox. Oh. <laughs> the natural enemy of the chimps, the fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a fox in front of my house the other night. Oh. Is that weird? An urban fox. An what do you live in the woods? Fox. I live, I live yeah. in oh, okay. fox country, yeah. 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 You, you need to give us all the facts before you bust out <laughs> on us, Matt. Yeah. I live in a fox's den. <laughs> Not so weird, actually. Yeah, my neighbours are foxes. I was yeah. coming home from work. Because there's a, the, scene, the scene right at the start where they just there's just cages of various animals and, and chimps and what have you, and this guy's like, I'll take that, that. That one's going to a zoo, and that one's going to university, and that one's going to whatever. They should have been like, and that one's going to 20th Century Fox. Yes. <laughs> we'll buy a couple of those. That was, yeah. yeah, so that was the, the early scene after we saw Africa. We saw them divvying up the, the, the proceeds. The various chimps, yeah. And then it was interesting that they even they played out that scene. I guess it was because the message is, you know, these are real animals that have been stolen from mm. the wild. But they go, this one, send it to... Um, well, he said he was going to send it to some experimentation place. And he goes, no. I like. Hmm. He's basically like, I like the look of this one. Yeah. Give him a better life. Send him to the university. Uh-huh. Send him to Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah, right. I reckon they could get on all right and end up doing a sitcom together. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got... And this chimp, send him to dance classes. <laughs> Teach like, this one basketball. We need, some, we need to get some more franchises going. going mad Let's, with yeah. power. Uh-huh. <laughs> This chimp shall be raised in nobility. <laughs> this chimp shall serve the other chimp. Fresh chimp of Bel Air. <laughs> the 80s. The modern day. Might have even been the future back oh, then. Yeah, that's true. Mm. The, so we've got all these chimps learning how to fly in mm. simulations. We're not sure why exactly. They're foo-fightering it. Yeah, we get it. They're learning to fly. Yeah, they weren't. Oh, I see what we've done. Um, <laughs> took, me, took me a good... Second and a half there, and I apologise. We'll that cut I'm... it out in editing. We'll yeah, trim it down. I've really dwelled in it now. Yeah. Well. I, could, I could have moved yeah. on. No, yeah. it's worth dwelling. The lyrics are relevant. He was looking to the sky to save him. Yeah, he was. That's true. He pointed up to that. Yep. Mobile. He wanted to make his way back home. If yep. he was ever ever allowed outside, he he would have seen the sky. I don't know if he has. <laughs> oh my god! The sky the was strong on him. him. Yeah. Whoa! Apart from in the simulator. Oh, that that's again. It's a bit the graphics. They're not perfect. Mm. I reckon you'd still be surprised. Yeah. I was thinking that during it and I was like, okay, so they're doing the basic sort of geography of the land and making sure, you know, it rises in the same way, it falls mm. in the same way, you've got blue for sky. And like you get out there, it would look too sharp. <laughs> well, see, I don't I, I don't know if I bought the whole like put them in the put them in the flight simulator. They would know that was meant to represent yeah. anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. And also how are they to how were they? How were they teaching them to fly? <laughs> I didn't see any of this happen. Oh, there was there was a scene where I think it's uh, Virgil's Virgil. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Virgil's virgin. First... He's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Virgil for bullying him. Yeah. <laughs> go on, go on. Good luck flying, virgin. <laughs> You know about fucking yet? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you end, wait. And at the end of the movie, he founds Virgin Airlines. That is really nice. Yeah. I, lo- I do like a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that w- one of the first ones they did, that he crashes the plane and then there's an explosion. But uh, I guess they, you know, in, in real life, I guess you'd associate pain or something with yeah, it. Yeah, so because, they beat him with a club. <laughs> surely. But in the film, they're like, oh, let's, oh, the Humane Society's here. Yeah, like, right. he crashes the plane on the first flight simulator. They're like, like give him a raisin. Like, that ages him nothing. <laughs> you wouldn't do that to a child. Like, he shat on the ground. Oh, a biscuit. Yeah. Isn't flying a plane quite complicated, though? No, no, very easy. Oh, very I think, easy. yeah, I think they did show that it was uh, uh, button lever steering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's, uh, they seem to have just learnt through trial and error. It's like, no, you crash, try again. Yeah. Still get a, still get a raisin. Yeah. That's how you learn how to drive a tram as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> just trial and error. Do you reckon you could drive trams? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. you got to know traffic lights, right? That's true, yeah. Yeah, they can That's color. They see color. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably. Surely. Mm. When do you come off your training tracks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you've done there. <laughs> I see what you've done there. Well, it's, it's only after about six weeks, but I keep the crash helmet on. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Do you, so you graduate to be a bus driver? <laughs> yeah, you grab bu- bus driver uh, and then train driver. But if you if you do anything wrong, you get demoted to, you know, those guys in the vans late at night that spray the bins. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the city. <laughs> They spray them down. That's what you get demoted to. Wow. So, yeah. That's the lowest level. <laughs> yep. Hello to any of the bin sprayers listening. We're probably listening right now at their shift. I apologize. Oh, no, is that the is that the one with where it looks like the uh, the the truck is the brushing machine. the? Yeah, is that it? Yes. Oh. No, it's a different thing. Oh. No, it is. No, different. late at night in the city in Melbourne. I don't know if this is exclusive to Melbourne or if every town has this. Has a... There's just dudes in vans, <laughs> like yep. your regular like white van with the side. They, they open the side door and there's a guy with just like a spray. That's like yeah, a high pressure. High pressure hose, yeah. Yep. And then they just they just go up to like the, the, the bins in the city, the trash cans, and just spray them. It's important they work. They've got to, you've yeah. got to keep the bins clean, otherwise know, they'll right? just get yeah. so disgusting. But they pay no mind to anybody who's standing there. It's the law of the jungle like a out fun there. fun job. Yeah, right? Oh. Yeah. And that's a demotion. I'd be playing up if I was you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, drift off track. Yeah, right. Become bin spray supreme. Oh, no. Is it to get graffiti off? Is it that high pressure? Or uh, I, don't I think know. it's just to clean them. Just I think it's just so off. they don't. Yeah, exactly. So they don't get stinky. and mm, People, people yeah. are putting half drunk chocolate big M's in there probably. And that would yeah. be oh, nasty. Smelly. Yeah. Smelly. And I mean, I know you want to do that. Cass was complaining how her venue at the festival won't let them pour milk on each other. I'm like, uh-huh. no one should be allowed to do that anywhere. <laughs> Especially in a place that's about to be used by like six other shows after you. Because I did, I did Cass's show, A Big Deal, and we did get sent an email from, from the producers that did say, um, 
what are you lactose intolerant and what kind <laughs> if if not what kind of milk do you like and then it was just left open ended <laughs> mystery mystery milk item on the on the list there and were you bracing for bracing for could have been milk? anything yeah what did you ask for almond i think i just said regular regular yeah. full cream brave boy <laughs> but i i was yeah <laughs> i would have said i, I like said... water milk Could oh you yes just give me some watery milk mm, i would have said chocolate milk but i'm like does the budget stretch that far <laughs> oh <laughs> Now, always go with your heart. If we have to pull the ropes in, drag yeah. you back down to earth, that's our job. That's true, yeah. <laughs> well, a runaway success so that show like that can afford chocolate milk. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to plug your show, but it's already sold out this week. so It has. We're very lucky. No need. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the <laughs> <laughs> topic. So we're, we're now, we're, we've found that Matthew Broderick has turned out to be a very good teacher of, of, of chimps. chimps. He's a natural. Yeah, oh, he, he never met a chimp before. That, I think he thought they were monkeys. He discovers the sign language thing. Yep. He see he notices that the the chimp is doing is making weird hand signals. And then he sees on a TV at some point that that sign language exists. It's like he makes the connection. It's like, "Oh, that's that." And yep. then he reads sign language in a book. Uh, and then <laughs> Yeah, which you really you really enjoyed that that he was re- he was reading it. Just... Move hand up. And to the left. <laughs> He's reading descriptions of, of what to do with your head. It just seemed like not a... You wouldn't read it out loud if you were reading it? Well, but sure. But also just not an intuitive way to learn. Yeah. Move hand, hand up. How signals. far? You got well, yeah. Up. It's like... YouTube didn't exist back then or something. It was a pre-9-11. But pictures in books existed. Yeah, yeah just but existed. They don't have the and pictures, yeah. Motion. It's actually... I um, When I was at university, I did linguistics. And oh, here we go. The, here we go. Um, <laughs> the, um, the, my supervisor for my thesis did a lot of work in Auslan, which is the Australian Sign Language, mm-hmm. and he helped develop... A like an online dictionary for sign language, which until relatively recently, like only in the past like several years, I guess, didn't exist. So you would have to like there, and there's such a history of people trying to do different hand notations in books. So it would end up being they're like, okay, we'll see how we can write sign language. So they'd end up with like symbols in books to show how right. to do. Even though when you're doing sign language, it's forward, back, up and down and side to side. Like it's got, it's like a cube you're working in mm, instead yeah, of right. just like a, an up yeah. and down lane. Yeah. So if you ever want to learn sign language, you can look up Auslan Dictionary. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's something that this probably is a question that comes up heaps, but I haven't, I can't remember hearing the reason for it. Why, why do they have an Australian special sign language? Why wouldn't you just get, try and get into some sort of universal thing? Um, well, it's kind of the same reason we have all languages. It's so, just, um, yeah. with, with, <laughs> yep, you look I so know, disappointed. Oh, no, 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 as soon as you start saying, I'm like, yep, that was a real dumb question. No, no, it's, um, because the way we like all communicate with language, like I didn't know this until I started like doing classes on it, but, um, the first, oh, I'm probably going to get this a bit wrong, but the first people <laughs> who did sign language, um, or were trying to teach, um, deaf people to speak, um, at least the first one in the U S they were trying to, uh, get a sign translation for every single English word. So they'd be saying, is that in, out, right. like all the really in-between words. So it would take a really long time. And then the students in that school, that obviously is not a really practical way. So they just developed a way of speaking to each other using their own sign language. Um, and then eventually some of the teachers are like, hang on, we should be studying this because that's how language forms. It's just people. Yeah. I mean, language, you know, if you think about how Shakespearean plays, like it, it just keeps evolving. I love that emojis are happening. I love when people get annoyed that emojis are words now. Oh, <laughs> oh mm, delicious. Does, oh. It ma- does it make you eggplant? Is oh. That how much you enjoy it? <laughs> 
It makes me that um, it makes me that smiley face with the love hearts all around. Oh, yeah, That's nice. a new addition. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. Make sure you update your phone. Okay. Mm. So, yes. <laughs> so the so the sign language is being uh, they re- Matthew Broderick and he puts two and two together. His na- his name in the film is Jimmy Garrett. Yes. Yeah. Which oh. at first I thought it was Jimmy Gary, and I loved it. But <laughs> anyway, two Jimmy first Garrett's names. Fine big fan. Well. Yeah, big fan. I've lived that life. <laughs> So uh, then, then um, he does he then contact Helen Hunt or no? We discover well, now. he realizes that he's smart. Like he starts Matthew Broderick starts to realize that this this particular chimp is particularly clever, um, and he does and, and he starts doing really well teaching them to fly. Like the the he he sort of starts nurturing them more. Realize that chimps are people too. Or something, and he gets and a promotion. And he gets a promotion. Yes. Yeah. After um, he's now running the school. Head chimp cattle prod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ca- cowboy hat guy's gone. He's gone. He's gone and no one explains yeah. why. Oh, yeah. He just, and yeah. Right. Now he's oh. sitting at his desk. We find out later. Mm. Um, so. I've forgotten what happens to him. Oh, he uh, turns into a chimp. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he flies away. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts the chains on the simulators and goes into the sky. <laughs> he so, returns to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> Texas. <laughs> So, so the so now he's running the show, or at least the 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 module the program, or yeah. Mm. Uh, and that means that he finds out what's actually happening. He goes in. They tell him to put on some sunglasses. Yep. As they're watching <laughs> one of the chimps go through his paces. Maybe the chimp was called was it Bluebeard. raspberry blueberry blueberry <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he just puts on sunglasses. Like yeah, cool, all right. Yeah. <laughs> No more questions. I'm like, I'll and then be they're like, yeah, what... they're like, get out of that chamber. You better get out of that chamber. You don't like, want to be in there. I'm like, what's going to happen? Are they going to show some real bright lights? And it turns out that they're flashing uh, X-ray vision, nuclear power. <laughs> they're yeah, they're <laughs> exposing the ships to radiation. Yeah, yeah, all of these things and um, <laughs> and more and and then no more, just that. Oh, okay. Actually, quite. Quite a bit less. <laughs> There's no X-rays, no X-ray vision. Damn it. No. Um, so, uh, and it turns out that what they're actually testing is seeing if chimps can handle radiation. How long they'll keep flying before they die? Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's pretty it. fucked. And the yeah. idea is that if World War Three happens with Russia, because mm. the Cold War's still going, uh, they're, they're basically using these chimps to see what human pilots would do. Yeah, if they were exposed to radiation, I guess, flying into a war zone or something. Yeah. Mm. Some pretty pretty dark stuff for a kid's movie all of a sudden. It's super dark. And they do mention in the film as well, like later on, like after this thing you see it and then there's there's a really tragic shot that's slow motion of the chimp looking at Matthew Broderick and then rubbing its eyes because it's just been exposed to, oh, that is so crushing. But later in the film... Um, when one of the sort of head honchos is explaining it to, I, I guess, investors or politicians, I don't know who's there, but um, they're like, oh, yeah, so we're going to see if they can handle the flight for the extra eight or nine hours. I'm like, so you blast a chimp with radiation and you let him keep going <laughs> yeah. for nine hours? He gets nine hours worth of raisins, though, oh. so it's fine. He's okay with it. Thank God. <laughs> don't even worry about it. It's fine, yeah. So, I mean, that pretty much brings us up. That's the first two-thirds almost of the film. Mm-hmm. That's when he gets in contact with Helen Hunt. He's like, I figured out that your chimp is here, uh, Virgil. <laughs> you, uh, how do you figure that out again? I think, I think at the start he was 
told, he's like, hey, we should look at this chimp's file. He can speak sign language. And his boss is like, it's Pavlovian. It, he doesn't yeah. know sign language. He knows the word for food. Mm. Um, and then he's like, we should look at his file. He's like, do not look at his file. And then Matthew Broderick, the ever the bad boy, <laughs> decides to commit the slightest hint of treason <laughs> and looks at the file. Just dipping his toe in. What, all tra- all what would treason. Ferris Bueller do? Ferris Bueller would look at the file and yeah. commit treason. I oh, think. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And Cameron would not be happy, but he'd go along with it as well. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what else has Cameron got going? Not treason? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. So Helen Hunt comes in. She figures out it's Matthew Broderick because he uses the same phrase again. I'll nail you to the wall. He said it twice, <laughs> once to her on the phone and then once when she was within earshot. She's like, hang on, that's the guy I spoke about. What on was the, the context for him saying it on the phone? Uh, he said, I'll be nailed to the wall. Oh, if, I see. If they right. find out, I, I'm not telling you who I am because if they find out, right. I've tipped you off. I'll be nailed to the wall. And then yep. at the bar he says, can I have a nail you to the wall? And they're like, do you mean a Harvey Wallbanger? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Or a long, slow screw on the beach. Yeah. Which one is <laughs> Which one it? Which one do you want? <laughs> oh, both together. Okay. We can't yeah, do yeah, yeah. So, he, so she she was about to leave. She'd been hanging out at this army bar for months, maybe <laughs> maybe even years. She was running out of raisins. <laughs> a few tell... hours, I think it was a few hours. A few hours, hours right, sorry. Yeah. It's hard to tell in movies. But, yeah. um... Her beard had gotten quite long. It was <laughs> confusing. You're going to watch to see how many pages come off the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> So then um, she finds out it's him and she goes, you got to, we'll, what's going on? We've got to figure this out. And he's like, you can't do anything. If if you do anything, oh, I'm in trouble. Mm. I'll be nailed to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be it. long, I'll be slowly screwed against it's this the wall. <laughs> and then, um, but she takes, she does not take no for an answer. She's like, it's my goddamn chimp. Have I skipped something? No, she, well, she, but she does take no for an answer. Oh, she often takes no for an answer. <laughs> in this particular case, he's like, the best thing you can do is go away, fly home. And she does. She, she... Oh, no, she, yeah, she was going to go she, fly to Washington. Yeah, she was going to go. She's like, oh, I've told somebody about this. Yeah. Even she's... though she doesn't really know what it is because he didn't tell her anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think her reasoning is like they don't do medical testing anymore and they're against, and they don't, they don't sense. Chimps into space anymore, and they don't do medical testing here, so it must be torture. Yeah. She's very cynical. <laughs> there I mean, are three options, and I've only eliminated two. It's also <laughs> funny that she doesn't think of medical experimenting on animals as being torture anyway. It would have been fine if they were testing, you know, cancer treatments on it or whatever. Shampoo. Shampoo. Mm. Yeah, let's see how much it burns. <laughs> Nicotine patches. Right. Get rid of those yellow stains, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so she, she's, she's gone. Matthew Broderick has got to take our, our, our most friendly chimp in for his first zap on the uh, radiation machine. Mm. And because Virgil's done so well, that's when all the big wigs come in. Yeah. And it's all taught up before. They're like, hey, you're such a great trainer. He only has eyes and a heart. He's not a great trainer. Yeah. <laughs> he recognises the chimp can speak sign language and learn sign language so he can tell the chimp what to do. And loves the chip. Eyes and a heart. That's all it takes. But he gets so promoted and then it's like, hey, your chimp, you're the best one. We're going to show you, like, we're going to show off your chimp because you've done such a good job. He's like, yeah. But then he, then he finds out. He finds He's out. He's not that... management material. Because he... a, a real manager, a real middle manager would kill that chimp. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so he barges in on this meeting uh, where they're all watching uh, Virgil about to get zapped with radiation. And he goes, wait, don't. Well, when it doesn't make actually make any sense. You know, it's not a good experiment. He's right. And yeah. he's totally right. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> pointed out the flaws in the film's plot. Which is real, it, based on real real events? 
Yeah, that's what I believe. I yeah. think Cass is going to explain that to us. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I tried my best to find something, and it is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> so you've 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 you... found some classified files. Ah, uh, yeah. Shh. Ooh, oh, no. treason. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's stop calling her Cass. She's. Mr. X. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Mr. Well, Project X. All I could really find because this, this film is meant to be talking about how it's like, oh, at the start they're like, it's based on true events. And it's like, oh, and then you try and, if you try and look at Project X based on, it takes you to the like party film that was released a few years ago where, where people speculate it was based on Corey's party. Really? Corey Worthington. Woo. Yeah. But people are like, yeah. Take off your hat and sunglasses. <laughs> I won't. Oh. <laughs> People speculate that it is. Apparently it's just not, but there are parallels in the film. I mean, you know, having big party on social media, it's, it's not not a crazy idea. <laughs> but apparently there is a interview with film crew at the end of the film. They're like, that's it. That's the thing. So it was really hard to find anything about Project X. I'd Google like Project X based on chimp. Yep. So I <laughs> didn't get too far. But um, apparently there was a Holloman Air Force base which checks out yes. Air Force. Okay. Right. So in the early 50s, this is from releasechimps.org, mm-hmm. um, so the Air Force acquired 65 wild-caught young and infant, wild-caught young and infant chimpanzees from Africa and used to establish aeronautical research um, at the Holloman Air Base. Um, so for this, though, it's specifically like this is how chimps will deal with space travel, so doing things like, uh, you know, gravity differences, high-speed movement, um, but it was mainly for space travel. So you might have heard about um, Ham and Enos, the chimps that went to space. Yes. Yeah, it, so the I think what it's based on is specifically – it was an Air Force base, but it was looking at space travel. Which um, is cooler than planes. Mm. So <laughs> Yeah, why didn't they sure just why do they, space? Yeah. It wouldn't have taken a lot different. This that maybe they didn't have the computer generated. Uh, <laughs> they couldn't reality. render space. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> well, they could render it, but they could just render it as black. Right, less yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of dots. Just hook them up with one of those old Windows screensavers. Yeah, yeah right. Uh huh. They were new. Oh at my the god, time. flying toasters. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you had a cooler computer than I. Mm. Much cooler. After dark. That's what it's called. So this did this did kind of happen, but but not. I because I, I did a quick Google and, and mm. you, you can't teach funny. a chimp to fly. I think that was the main <laughs> thing that I poked a hole in this film. That this none of this is really like. I don't. That doesn't. So happen. and if it was NASA, I guess there's no need for the radiation testing. I guess they would have done some other space. Not sort of space, space ice cream, space ice cream, Freedom space ice cream. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the space, space tests. <laughs> I mean radiation's not great, but the the testing they were doing uh, for the aeronautical stuff was not great either. Right. Yeah. I mean, it got worse. Um, so Air Force <laughs> continued to use chimpanzees in air and space <clears throat> research throughout the 1960s, but by the 70s they ended their chimpanzee research and began leasing the chimpanzees to biomedical labs, and then it became oh. like. Drug testing and uh, chemical and preclinical drug testing. And then, like, one of the guys opened up their own facility and the chimpanzees were bred, sold, and used for invasive research. Oh. So it's it's no good. Um, A different oh, time. In 97, <laughs> the airport placed its chimpanzee colony up for bid. Only 30 yeah. of them were retired to a sanctuary. It's, oh, and the other 111 were awarded to the guy who was doing the biochemical testing. Oh. <laughs> Um, let them live on a farm, so well, everything's fine. Then a company managed a nice to gain farm? custody on farm. 21 chimps. So, like, a, a company managed to save 21 of them. 
Um, and they, yeah, they, everyone tried their best, I think, on that one. So it's very sad. Go to releasechimps.org for more information about that one. Um, <laughs> Things are getting better now. There's a lot of good organizations stopping stuff yeah. like that happening, I think. It's mm. uh, way less But common, you've got to but... factor in the bias of releasechimps.org. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they just want to release... Their agenda? They want to release chimps, <laughs> don't they? To, just to run wild and free in our cities. Uh, you know? Then what? It's a slippery slope. We're going to have to be spraying them off bins. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be getting in the bins. We're going to spray them off. It was super amazing to, like, watch this film and have the film have a really strong don't use animals in animal testing things Mm. whilst the animals are used. Yeah, they were using animal like they're, I mean, it's, they weren't, I don't know, maybe they weren't treating them all that well. Obviously there was that lawsuit, right, about how badly they were being treated and the trainers were defending it going like, eh, you know, we only use the snakes to, you know, get certain facial expressions out of them. <laughs> we only used the snakes to scare them. We didn't use the snakes to bite them. Well, we yeah, could have used of. the snakes to bite them <laughs> and poison oh. them. It's like, yeah, it's also just this idea that we're we're not doing bad stuff. We're doing entertainment, mm-hmm. and we're this is education and entertainment. Look, we're so gonna okay. we're gonna we're gonna psychologically scar a few chimps, but then that's gonna make people think that they shouldn't. For the greater Do that good. for the greater number of chimps. The greater yeah. apes. It's so mm. strange. It's like I watched a, like one of those mini documentaries on like you know those Facebook ones. They're like ten minutes, um, and they were following around a young woman who'd recently become homeless, and it was through the first few months of her homelessness. Mm-hmm. They should have helped her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really sad, and There's... it's sort of like oh, you've you've taught me about the perils of homelessness. Like at the start, she couldn't get any help because she wasn't high risk enough, and then she tried to jump into a river, and then she became high risk, and then they helped her. It was really sad, but it was like mm. you could have done something. In the most recent David Attenborough documentary, there's a scene where a whole bunch—I think it's walruses—they climb up to a, a really <gasps> high point, like on a like a like a like a cliff face, and they attempt to come down, and they all just fall off the side and just like there's the, you see one fall off and just land in a pile of other walruses. Oh, wow. And I'm like, by about the, maybe about like the 10th one, you probably should have stepped in somehow, built a little net. I don't know. <laughs> something. <laughs> but that's just about observing a... nature, right? Yeah. Like it's, a, a, a documentarian <clears throat> shouldn't be interfering with its subject. But I think, but I think also because it's, they they they're trying to find a new place to live because of climate change. Right. So I'm like, at this point, maybe maybe step in. Oh yeah, maybe. we made the problem right. for them. Yeah, it's right. not like when you're watching a thing being like, oh, the gazelle. I'm rooting for it. Oh, I guess that tiger had to yeah, eat. Right. Oh, that's not the right animal. But what combo. you you got to remember as well is that David Attenborough hates animals. What's exactly? <laughs> what's his agenda? Yeah. Exactly. You got to go to killwalrus.org. Yeah. And that's his. <laughs> that's his site. That's his website. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So Matthew Broderick. Walrus.tumblr.com because they're tumbling off a cliff. Right. What's right. There. <laughs> Broderick, he, he, he barges in, he says, no, we don't need to do this. He pokes holes in the thing because yes. he says, what does he say, Evan? He goes. He says they don't even know that they're, that they're being rad- irrad- irradiated. Ra- radiated. Oh. Copping radiation. Copping radiation. Yeah, he, radiation. he doesn't say it as well as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His argument. And he comes and he's like, you, the, he's saying, the chips are, if pilots knew that they were, they were being, uh, co- copying radiation, copying the, radio, copying the then, radiation, uh, yeah. then, uh, then they would behave differently. They may not keep flying into a radiated area if, mm. um, if, if they knew about it. 
Yes, mm. whereas chimps yeah. don't know what's going on, so they're just going to keep playing. Somehow, to... for some reason, like, I mean, they specifically set up this experiment so that the the unit that that cops them the radiation mm. uh, <laughs> is hidden and raised the, the ra- from the floor behind the radiation them. chuckers, please. <laughs> The radiation trucker rises from the floor. It's concealed and then comes up, and then so the, so very, the chimps can't see. It was like behind their head. So they, it's it's this weird thing where it's like the chimps don't know that what's happening to them, as if they would know what a you know yeah. like this big sort of phallic thing is a radiation <laughs> chucker anyway. Yeah, it, they, it's a bit unnecessary the whole. But I guess there's a plot point later on where it yeah. becomes necessary that it rises up from the floor uh, and then rises down. It rises down. No, hang on, lowers. Yeah. Uh, Tilt, the tilts down. <laughs> Reverse <laughs> rises. <laughs> it sets. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one of the, so that was one of the things he says to the the higher ups. He yeah. says that no, they 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 don't behave the same as a, a pilot would. Uh, what else does he say? He has a few points that are mm. pretty valid. Yeah, that was the big one. Oh, well, well, then they it, should just teach the chimps what radiation is. <laughs> show them the dangers of radiation, mortality, and, and then. Chuck the radiation at them. Right. Yeah, yeah. One of the other points he makes is that, hey, we already know what this does. Why do we have to keep killing chimps because we know? And then I think their argument is, well, we haven't tried more radiation. (laughs) (laughs) What if we gave them heaps more? (laughs) Give them heaps. So they... They, but they ended up going, all right, we, we'll, we'll wait till tomorrow. They had a cocktail it. party to go to. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. The army generals went, oh, we've got to go get cocktails. I think they were like, leave. Okay, we'll leave our glasses on the seats so we can come back yeah. to this tomorrow. <laughs> I'm yeah. leaving my dollar coin on this seat, so this is my seat. <laughs> so uh, nobody nobody jump in front of me. It's and I'm also coin. playing pool next. Yes. I'm next on this table. Is that yeah. all right? Um, <laughs> so, so now Matthew Broderick has got... A little window of time. Yep. He's been told by his boss, he's like, You're done, you're finished. Yeah. His boss is also from You'll never work in redemption. irradiating chimps ever yeah. again. <laughs> you won't do this thing that you clearly is troubling you a lot mm. and you've said you wanted to quit. <laughs> well you're that you can't you're quit because you're fired. You're right out. Um so this gives him a little window till the next day, I guess, to get these chimps out of there. Yeah. So he he call, he goes. But he, I wouldn't. Hunt. This 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 rebel of a of a young man wouldn't dare do anything in in that large window between. between oh, cl- oh, you're forgetting which time. Ferris Bueller you're dealing with. Oh Is no, it Ferris Bueller. It's Ferris Bueller. It's Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the one who? I'm sorry if I'm not keeping up. Did, has he committed treason previously? Ah, uh, yeah. He's all. He's yeah, a little. Okay. I mean, he's looked at okay. files. Looked at the and files. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he killed the president. Yeah, stole. So I didn't say. I saw the extent. Yeah, I saw the director's cut. He killed the president. <laughs> stole, in between. Stole Cameron's and then Ferrari. he's like, "God, I've only got seven hours left." <laughs> so they they have a little bit of a, a, a window, and he goes in. He he finds Helen Hunt, and he goes, "Don't go to Washington. Mm. You won't work. We let's get him out tonight. You got to come with me." Mm. They go in, and he he breaks in. I guess he still has access. Yeah, he just sort of wanders in and tries not to be seen by the guy that fired him. Yeah. William um, Sadler. Yes. He's the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted 2. Yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted 2, and he's also one of uh, the inmates in Shawshank. He's Haywood in Shawshank, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He's, a, he's a famous that guy. Yeah. You know those guys? You go, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, I said yeah. to Evan when yeah, I watched yeah. him, I'm like, that guy, he's yeah. up stuff. <laughs> he's in stuff, yeah. 
He's off stuff. I love that. Mm. And, and I was so right. I think if I wanted, if I was somebody in Hollywood, I'd want to be a that guy. Yeah, because then you can, <laughs> that's the you know, perfect slot. You can just in. show up and be the Grim Reaper or a guy who, yeah. who irradiates monkeys. Sure. You can live out your dream jobs, you know, and then you can just live your life later. Yeah, you know? that'd be so good. Like Matt, if because if you're walking along the street and you saw a that guy, you'd be yeah. like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I can't, you, it, you would yeah. freeze frame. There's no way you'd approach a person and be like, "What yeah. do I know you from?" Yeah. <laughs> um, He's also the president in all the Marvel movies. Ah, uh, yes. Ah. ah. So the chimps are revolting, though. He so so. You <laughs> better oh, believe that yes. bloody boy. Evan, where's the place of love for chimps, <laughs> mate? <laughs> the Ferris Bueller rocks up in the uh, uh, that night, and as if the chimps know what's happening, they yeah. don't. Yeah. They got no idea, but. I mean, that's what he was arguing. These chimps don't understand stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then they're all there understanding stuff. Yeah, they built a pirate <laughs> ship in there. <laughs> yeah, they, so one of them got a one of them got a key, got the key or something, right, and let themselves out. And then yeah, that was like the Goofy. Out. Goofy Goofy's was definitely smart. playing it dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that one. That was a great reveal. Goofy's been one who was yeah. always on the base level. He couldn't. Was flying his plane upside down and stuff. Exactly, but <gasps> then you take the poster of Rita Hayworth off the wall. <laughs> yeah. and he's dug a hole in there. <laughs> Goofy also did a thing where if you look at they they do give you like little cuts of the uh, the chimp's progress chart. Yeah, right. If you look at Goofy, it's, he started off amazing. Yeah, and then and it like trailed down, down. Yeah. and they were like, "Oh, it's okay." And I'm like, "You know something went wrong. Why aren't you firing this chimp?" And then you find out because I think it's so I can kill him later, but. Ah. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he the, the the chimps are doing they're 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 running amok. They're trying to get out. Mm. Um, Helen scaffolding. Hunt somehow gets into the this top secret military facility. It's the eighties. You can just get. You can just yeah. walk in. I reckon it's she just, literally just walked yeah. in. Unless I missed something. Mm. Matthew Broderick gets in, and then she is just there. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, look. I'm sure they probably did something there. Maybe have, there was something. They, there was so miss. much set up to everything else. I'm sure they <laughs> they wouldn't have left out something like that. <laughs> you probably just glanced away. Yeah. It's uh, airtight. Um what happens so and then and then the, the, the I don't know, it's all just it's crazy. The the chimps are going everywhere, they're like they've they've every which way but loose. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um last week's episode. Ooh. And then they so um they were they were close to getting out, but then the radiation thing was going off again. Oh, like, yeah. get out of there, get out of there, and all. And um, Matthew Broderick's not getting out until all the chimps get out. Uh, but one Goliath remains. He's smoking or something. No, he's not smoking, but he's <laughs> you could. He's the circus gorilla that loves the, to smoke. Yeah. yeah, but he's just like he's he's whacking stuff. He's not gonna go. It's Matthew Broderick and he's on a whacking frenzy. He is, and you can't stop Goliath when he's on a whacking frenzy. He's got the whackins. For some people, revenge is their freedom. Yeah. Mm. So he, so Broderick you had out. <laughs> only, only Goliath remained in there, but unfortunately, in all the kerfuffle, uh, a fire extinguisher jams the radiator machine. Yep. And. It won't go down, and it's gonna blow basically. Yeah, I think they're sort of saying that it's gonna be a you know another Chernobyl. I think mm. it's sort of oh, yeah, Chimpnobyl. Chimpnobyl. Yeah, the if noble. you just don't just don't look too closely into it, yeah, <laughs> trying to work out how this all happened. Um. <laughs> but uh, Matthew Broderick's able to get Goliath to save the day by offering him a cigarette that he knows he can never give him. Lose yeah, him a cigarette. That's brutal. Yeah. It is rough, isn't it? He goes, you. 
through this thick glass, I'll give you this <laughs> cigarette. What a yeah. dog. What a dog. I will 100% let you out if you if you hey, Matt, this problem for Matthew me. Matthew Broderick, woof, woof, woof. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm talking a language you understand, you dog. Hey. <laughs> great callback. <laughs> that was on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Did we all have a moment of, was that off? Yeah, man. <laughs> So I guess Goliath cops an almighty whack of of irradiation. He's chucked the most he's, radiation. He's irradiated. Yeah. And I think he basically, they almost show them dying almost in the moment. That was, that was a sad thing. There was a slow motion thing close up of his face. And yeah. Stuff. Oh. He didn't make it. So the rest of them, though, they get out there. This is when they jump the barbed wire fence. Matthew <laughs> yep. Broderick using his leather jacket. The chimps having to do it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, just following. They're not even encouraged, really. How, how, many, how many takes do you think that was? Because I feel it would have been a, 50. A, a bunch of takes where they attempt to, and they because they'd, they'd learn very slowly, don't don't put their hands on the barbed wire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Is there'd be it, a lot of those. Do you reckon, because, again, American Humane Society um, oversaw this film, <laughs> do you reckon there's a loophole where they're like, come here, oh, well, they injured themselves. We didn't. Put the bomb fire yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We put a snake not. on the ground for them to, and then oh, cut off no. them just a little bit. We've got a stagehand just punching in the air and walking <laughs> forwards. If the, if the chimps get in the way of that, it's their own fault. <laughs> They're like, why can they have just, I mean, they didn't have to be jumping barbed wire. Like, Matthew Broderick could have cut a hole in the fence or it something. It could have been they anything. Could have all, yeah. It could have. They, they could have, have not put a fence like, in no, there. No, no, we okay. need these chimps to be barbed wired for some reason. Yeah. Mm. So they jump over and they're all all the chimps. The only way to get out of here is to, for you to eat this chimp poison. <laughs> <laughs> Just a whole box of it. The chimps, Helen Hunt, Matthew Broderick, all get in Helen Hunt's car. Matthew Broderick's, where's the keys? She said, I left them in here. Why are you leaving your keys? That's what they did in the 80s apparently. It was so always... many movies, you just flip down the sun visor yeah. and there's oh, keys right. there. Oh, right, yeah. I don't know what the anyway. So, um, so the car wouldn't work. They mm-hmm. didn't. I thought they were about to hotwire, but no, of course not, because they've all been learning how to fly. Well, I was going to say if there was a scene earlier where they, one of the chimps learns how to hotwire, yeah. That been... <laughs> so they jump in a in a plane. Now they're stealing an American uh, army plane. Yeah, yeah. as a kid, had I seen this uh, as a kid, I would have been like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. But as a grown adult, I'm like. The logistics of this are very complex. <laughs> is, they're yeah. they're going to get into so much trouble. Where are you There's nowhere to? for them to go. Yeah. Like, this, you got to fly to Cuba. The There's government's no going to hunt gonna... these people down yeah. forever. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Also, like, I know, I know Air Force pilot previously, but the chimps don't know about like the road rules of the sky. Yeah. No. Yeah. They air can't radio to the gonna... air traffic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> it's, it's not going to end well. <laughs> well so, and then but the... luckily, Matthew Broderick is a. Pilot, so he's he's in there to fly the plane. They're they're cruising along, about to make their getaway. But uh, for some reason, the army's there <laughs> at the <laughs> at, army base. At the army base, yeah. and they they machine gun over sort of a warning shot, and they get out. Helen Hunt and Matthew Broderick get out, arms in the air, and then just sort of s- sit there quietly with the guns pointed at them for ages. <laughs> Too long, <laughs> so long that the chimps slowly get the courage to go up, sit in the cockpit. Uh-huh. Matthew Broderick says the sign for fly. Yeah. Mm. Go on, fly. I don't know who the <laughs> army guys with the guns on them thought they were talking to. Yeah. Why is Matthew Broderick saying? He's pointing. He's like, you fly. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, they just don't seem to notice that there's a. There, you there escape chimps. chimps. Do something. <laughs> Do something unexpected. And then they take off. They fly away, the chimps. And that's yeah. the, the. They I, successfully take off 
a real plane. They don't crash into the pursuing helicopter at all. Yeah, no, there's a go. helicopter there. Mm. What? And they fly they don't off crash into, into any sunset. commercial airliners or anything. Yeah. And they. <laughs> it's great because you think that's going to be the end of the film. Is it's just going to fade to black as they fly yeah. off into the sunset? Oh. And then no. there's no. like white text a... on screen saying <laughs> they crashed and died moments later. Virgil opened a successful hot dog stand on the beach. <laughs> So yeah, that was. But they they come back up. Okay, when they when Matthew Broderick was Virgil in the finally lost his virginity. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the sequel. That's the sequel. Yeah, I, I was. Virgil goes bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool if the chimps flew away. Yeah. And I'm like, but obviously that would be a a bit too ridiculous. Yeah. And Matthew Broderick's a pilot. And then when they were out and the chimps are coming in the cockpit, I'm like, they're not. Are they gonna <laughs> are they gonna get the chimps to fly in the plane? A simpler time. Amazing. So good. And then so next thing we know, they've uh, there's a search party around the crashed plane mm. in a swamp. Spoiler alert. Yes, they crash land in a swamp. Well, I mean, this has all been spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, We've been yeah. slowly and, and annoyingly no, no, gone through the... No, there's, a, there's one listener who got to the five, <laughs> five minutes before the end mark and is like, but I'm going to listen. I bet, I bet they won't spoil it. <laughs> Here we go. Not allowed to spoil oh. the ending, but <laughs> everything else fair game. Yeah. So, um, and then we're like, oh, I'm guessing they've... Died. It's a plane crash. It's such a distressing shot. They're yeah, like, I'm just like, whoa, all right. There's proper swamp gunk all over the plane. Yeah. It's like that was a bad crash. <laughs> there's just smoking monkey skeletons just <laughs> in the plane. <laughs> and it's not Goliath this no. time. <laughs> but, uh, and, and also Helen Hunt and Matthew Broderick are there. And one For of the army reason. people goes, what are they doing here? Which is a great <laughs> question. These treasonous... But the, the movie a, has all the answers because they knew the audience would ask that. So. Yeah. It's a great way to solve your plot problems. Just have the, some character go, what? Is, <laughs> none yeah. of this makes any sense. That guy's the audience surrogate. He's been the audience yeah. surrogate for the whole movie. He's like, the what answer, are we doing here? Yeah. What's this experiment? <laughs> why? He was also the one who prompted the question, why not just buy the chimp at mm. the start where they're like, okay, here's the financial details of owning a chimp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are poor. Mm. <laughs> so the... So the, the the answer to why Helen Hunt and Matthew Broderick here was, we thought if we found the chimps, they'd help us um, get them back. So are they the only chimp experts you could you work rustle with? up on short notice? Are two that <laughs> are clearly trying to help them escape. Mm, yeah. They're the ones you think that will help you bring them back anyway. But um, Helen Hunt and Matthew Broderick quietly notice that the chimps are on the other side of the bank. They're still dead. They're next to <laughs> They got flung out of the plane to the other side. So the river on the other side, um, and they and they sign to him, "You're free now. Yeah. Go." And that's yeah. the beautiful ending. And then the, the chimps are like, "Oh, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't aware. Yeah. We, we, thought, we, thought, we thought we'd have to wait by the plane <laughs> till the radiation hit, but we don't have to." And Evan said, "Those chimps are not. They don't stand a chance out there. <laughs> not They'll the real be, world. They've no. never been in the wild. Yeah. They're going to be dead real soon." Yeah. Yeah. So, that chimp asked for food and specifically apples often. Yeah. The, in while they're in the facility, he's like food, and that should like that. That sign is pretty like intuitive. Mm. So Matthew Broderick's like, "Oh, okay, you want food?" It's like pointing to your mouth. Um, so he's like goes to give them food, and he gives the food back, like the monkey food. He's like, "No, no, no, the primate food. Oh no, oh please let me come back, Matt." Um, <laughs> gives the primate food back, and is like, "I want an apple." Mm-hmm. Goes to the human fridge, and he's like, "Yes, a fridge." And it's like, "No, no, no." I, I require apple. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a taste for it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, hopefully there's an apple tree out there in the swamp. Yeah. No, they'll be dead. 
within days. They're probably they're not gonna. They're probably still alive now. I think. I think Mesa was right. Hot dog stand. Hot dog stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. they made it. That's a beautiful ending. Mm. Oh, that's so nice. Um, this is what uh, Roger Ebert said of the film. This is his final paragraph of his three-star review. Ooh. Three out of four. Not oh, bad. that's good. Oh, what a system. Yeah, Roger Ebert has, has the weird four-star system. But he said, mm. Project X. You gave a... it three stars out of four. Yeah. Good Lord. 75%. That's a B. That's, a, yeah, a decent <laughs> score. Sorry, what did he say? Project X is not a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Three stars, though. I'm drunk, though. Because. I've been irradiated and I don't know what I'm thinking anymore. (laughs) Project X is not a great movie because its screenplay doesn't really try for greatness. It's it's content to be well-made, intelligent entertainment aimed primarily, I imagine, at bright teenagers. It works on that level. More complicated issues might have confused it. And if the movie had been forced to stay within the bounds of what a chimpanzee, even a smart one, can really do, we would have had, we would have lost the story's climax. <laughs> yes, which yep, is absolutely. A, yes. <laughs> we wouldn't have had chimps flying planes. You're right. Which is a lot of fun, but completely implausible in the real world, huh? Party oh, pooper. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like going, yeah. Obviously, if we had to, we would have had to have a different ending. They would have had to have written a different <laughs> ending to the film. Mm. Yeah. That's, That's such a. But the joke's on him, though, right? Because he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. And and Willie, the the lead uh, chimp, is still alive. That's yeah. true. That is true. That is it's amazing. True. Maybe you should have written a different ending for yourself, Roger <laughs> Dead man. Two stars. Two stars for you. Oh no. And that was... wait, is he is he dead? Or I'm thinking of Jane Siskel. Roger Ebert. He's no, dead. Okay, right. dead. He oh, his website's still in in action with his kids and others. I think. Oh, using. Right. I don't know this person. Oh, I'm sorry. He's I a famous rude. film critic. He's just an old film. I think he's been dead for quite a while. So, oh, so it's yes. fine to make fun of him. Oh, no. Well, I was going to say, it's probably fine to not know who this American <laughs> film It's a bit is. of a strange reference, yeah. Um, so this is uh, this is from the Wikipedia about the movie. It says, Virgil, uh, who was portrayed by Willie, now resides at Primarily Primates. <gasps> and oh, Cass, you've got some more info on that. I do. Um, so it's been many, many years since the movie, as one could imagine with math and time. Um, so primarily primates, um, I've only done a little bit of sort of looking on it, but it appears to be somewhere where primates can go um, after they've, after they've... <laughs> so, so anywhere, really. Anywhere there's a land Anywhere they want. Oh, my God, I fear them. They can yeah. go wherever. Um, so in the film, um, Virgil has like a, a girlfriend. Yes. They're like friends. Um, um, his girlfriend is portrayed by Harry. Um, so Willie, Harry, and then another another chimp called Oko. All three of them were in the film together and they all retired to the same place. Uh-huh. Um, so they're all still kicking around today. Although actually, no, this is, this is from 2010. I, okay. So this, who knows? So um, this is from the primarily primates web archive from a 2010 <laughs> article spotlight on Willie and friends. Um, so <laughs> he'd be in his thirties now, which is phenomenal. Um, they, it's very sad. Willie was raised by his mother for only six months, then removed to the lab's nursery along with Harry. Both chimpanzees were transferred to the entertainment business at around the age of three. So we're looking at child the- stars. Again. Child stars, yeah. yeah. Um, thankfully, they didn't burn out so well. And then the article is very cute because it goes into talking about the five of them that live together and the social dynamics. Mm. So um, if- there's a Charlotte. There's a Miranda. <laughs> There's a Carrie. Willie's a Samantha. Yeah. But we could all guess. Um, but 
apparently uh, Willie's friend Harry. Mm-hmm. If if the has chim- a brother Larry. <laughs> I don't know the rest of that song, but they do bust moves. Um, Harry will defend Oko or Willie if the other chimps get into a fight because fighting's uh, they quarrel apparently. Um, the anger management counselor in Willie's group is Harry, who will run back and forth trying to settle arguments. And apparently, um, chimp arguments can cause arguments. Charguments mm. can stimulate 25 other chimpanzees to scream with them. Oh, how fun. <laughs> yep. Um, their their favourite time of day, the most joyful, is the arrival of the caregivers who carry wheelbarrows of carrots, lettuce, broccoli, apples, pears, melons, plums, bananas, <laughs> and other fruits and vegetables. And apparently some of the chimps sit up real high so they can scout for when the food's coming. Uh, <laughs> and then they all dance apples. and hug each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apples. Cigarettes. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Radiation pills. <laughs> so that all sounds very nice, doesn't it? It does sound very nice. It's very sad that their most joyful part of the day is food time because yeah. it makes it, yeah, I was going to say it's like us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad, actually. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes my best part of the day is something else I'm doing. Eating's always up there. It's yeah. never mm. down low. Yeah. But um, look, today on the way over here, I got a I got a ham and cheese croissant from Seven Eleven, oh, and wow. I think, oh, think I would have rather get a wheelbarrow full of full of apples <laughs> if I want to see it. Plums especially. Um, so that's a it's a sanctuary, but but Peter described it as hell on earth for animals. <gasps> really? Oh, uh, no. So I, I I don't know how much. <laughs> no. It's really. Is. But what about the wheelbarrows full of stuff? Well, no, that that did actually that was a, a bit of a a bit of a sus thing when they're like the most joyful time of day is food. I'm like mm. that's not good. Uh, yeah. If it's consistently food. Yeah. And because I've heard of chimps that have favorite have favorite foods and they get really excited every time they have their favorite food. Mm-hmm. That's too general. Oh, yeah, you've you've food. you've lifted the blindfold of all the nice sorry, chip things yeah. I thought I knew. No, no, I need to know. The people need to know, Evan. <laughs> yes. You're, You're saying like, there's two sides to every story, yeah. but I mean, also I think Peter have a, uh, a a track record for being a bit over dramatic. Well, I mean, it depends on. Initially, I was like, depends who's on Peter? I'm, I'm not <laughs> oh, sorry. The people for ethical <laughs> yes. treatment of animals. I uh, I'm not really an animal person, so I. You in know, a way, yeah, we know people. that you're a, you're a human. <laughs> you love your favorite animals are human. It's insane yeah. that you came on this show more than once. <laughs> no, there's got to be balance, you know. Oh yeah, no two sides to every story. I'm so sorry. Story, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're here on official business. Yes, we've had um, a, a member from Napsa on before the North American <gasps> Primate Sanctuary Alliance, oh. not to be confused with Napster. The- <laughs> The file sharing utility, yes. <laughs> or the uh, Pharmaceutical Students Association. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. um, but they, they're they not a member of that alliance, so that that made me think that maybe... Oh, that's not... The Sanctuary isn't a member of the alliance, is it? Yeah. Right. So I, I think they hold a relatively high standard, I think. But mm. I'm... Good. I should say I'm no expert. Yes. Yet. But I'll... Do I'll, your own research. Form your own opinions, everybody. Yes. I'll ask, I'll ask questions. Of do you think? Sometime. Do you think we should start a GoFundMe to to break into primarily primates? Yeah, break Willy free. Break Willy free, exactly. Yes. <laughs> free Willy. Yes. Free Willy, twenty nineteen. <laughs> Brackets, but now it's a chimp. <laughs> yes, it's going to be confusing if people mm. think it's a dolphin. Do you reckon? Because I I know it is possible to teach chimpanzees sign to fly language. Planes. Oh. oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a given. We've seen video evidence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, whether or not it's um, language comprehension or that sort of Pavlovian response that they mm-hmm. talked about in the film, I don't know. I, again, I'm not a chimp expert. But do you reckon if, if he knew what he was saying, 
And this chimp now has the concepts of in, out, and freedom. <laughs> yeah. It is horrible. Yeah, but it, yeah. the real, the real, the real deal. Yeah. Mm. Well, I yeah. Look, I hope that they're not kept in cages. Uh, hope I, I hope that they're being a rare after, glimmer of humanity but... from Evan. <laughs> <laughs> they did say that the it, it again. It didn't seem big enough, but um, the grass floor of the thing which is just not if if that's what you're promoting yeah the grass we got floor, grass <laughs> the grass floor of the sanctuary is 40 by 60 feet same small mm. 60 feet is about 10 dads okay okay yeah yep. six foot per dad how and how many but how many chimps are in this space right like if there's if that's for one chimp sure great but I, if that's for 30 or something mm. then that's two Cramped. Yeah, they free range chimps or what if it's five? I half think it's chimp? five. <laughs> five chimps. It's five. That's probably right if they're all mates. Yeah. And yeah. as well, they are I don't know how long chimp li- chimps live for, but these ones do seem to be quite old. I don't know how long chimps are, but <laughs> <laughs> less, less than, than a dad, you imagine. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few IMDB fun facts that I can give Here you guys go. a go for. Here we go. Um as the emotional sounds that chimps make do not in any way resemble those of humans, it was decided to create their vocalizations using actors. So every chimp sound in the picture, other than one very brief outburst, is 80 yard. Wow. That I, I have I take umbrage to this wording because they've said humans can't make chimp noises, so we've hired humans. Yeah, chimps can't make Wait, what it says It says chimps can't make emo- emotional sounds don't sound like humans, so we got humans to make the chimp noises sound like human noises? Yeah. Yeah. But still being chimp-like? Yeah, but it's they, they, that, that The way they've worded it definitely separates humans from actors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they're a different breed, actors. Mm. Uh, another one. Uh, when Garrett, which is Broderick, catches up with Terry, which is Helen Hunt, as she's about to <laughs> He drive... says, I'm so mad about you. <laughs> Her, the sitcom. <laughs> her license plate on her car is BDR529, which is the same plate as the Bluesmobile from the Blues Brothers. Oh, what a weird homage that is. Yeah, right. Reference. Why would that be? It's probably <laughs> just a one prop storage room. They're yeah, like, we right. need plates. Yeah, I reckon that'd be it. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't seem like there's any BDR. That's not anything, is it? I don't, I don't think so. No. Big mm. deal, right? Ah. Uh, <laughs> I see it. <laughs> Broderick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then this is what I noticed as well. On the back of Jimmy's jacket, Jimmy B. Matthew Broderick, yeah. it says King Louie. And King Louie is the name of, of course. the orangutan in Walt Disney's The Jungle Book. Yeah. Oh. It's the king of the swingers. What a fun fact. That is a fun <laughs> fact, yeah. But that was quite, that was ob- an obvious choice. Yeah, you said that's but, true. As soon as you saw it, you're like, King Lu- yep, you know the, what it was about. The number plate, on the other hand, yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't spot the number plate thing, to <laughs> be honest. Strange. I mean, I know you usually do keep really close eye on the <laughs> number little, plates. There's a little, there's a further clue. The Blues Brothers are both in that car for the duration of the film. Yeah, that's right. right. So. I was wondering what they were doing. And yeah. I'm pretty sure, hadn't Belushi been dead for quite a while as well, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, by by eighty seven. But he was still owned by the movie studio. So <laughs> just dr- still drive him around. He he, he was uh, adopted at six months and yep. then um, bred right. <laughs> into it and then moved in when he was uh, three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice this one uh, when Garrett says, "Let's get the hell out of here"? His words don't match his mouth. 
his mouth movements actually say, let's get the fuck out of here. Ooh. Oh, no. All right. So I... that, they obviously decided, because everything else about it, they're like, oh, this is a, a G or PG, probably PG, PG movie. Yeah, and maybe the fuck would have upped it to an M. It, Maybe. Back in the day, I reckon it would have because I did notice throughout the film that no one was swearing and it did, it did seem like I might drop a swear yeah, in that environment. Yeah, there were some sweary scenarios. Yeah, mm. there are some I could definitely uh, pull out the old sailor's hat, if you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah the chimps are going let's loose. Bl- and let's the... blast these chimps with some effing radiation. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Uh, and then finally, when Virgil is working with Terry at the university, uh, he wants to play, so he... Changes the time on the clock. She says it's not um, play time. So mm. he moves the time on the clock. Mm. Moves the time to 4.20. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays, plays it. Plays it. Yeah, that's and she goes, all right, I guess it is. <laughs> I guess we will play it. That, that is the funnest fact because <laughs> that, that's not relevant. <laughs> no. It's... Well, I, I reinterpret it. I, I don't think that's why they put it in as a fun fact. Um it was actually in there because there was a, a blooper because the next time we saw the clock, the time had changed again. But I oh. I found a more fun fact in there, fun fact. <laughs> I thought it was always so, like, in that movie because they've got a clock that is, I want to point out it's not a it's not an electric clock. No. It's one it of those doesn't look ones, like it would function, really. It, no, it looks like one of the ones you use because the whole facility is set up like a classroom. It looks yeah. like what you teach kids to tell the time. You, like, move the hands, mm. like, what's this time? It's that type of clock. Yeah. And they keep referencing it. Well, like it matters. Virgil, yeah. As, well, see, what happens is Virgil has actually convinced Helen Hunt that that is a real <laughs> clock. Oh. She she thought she was training him, but he was training her. Right. <laughs> and then he can just be like, it's bedtime, it's time time. <laughs> it's time to blaze it. Mm. So now comes the time where we give the film a score out of out of bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the splatometer on Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave it 75%. Liked. Oh, yeah. That's, That's exactly nice. what Roger Ebert gave. Yeah. Right? yeah. And the audience uh, gave it 55%. So there's a bit of a split there. Mm. Uh, but what do, you, what, what do you give it? How many bananas? How ripe are the bananas? How big is your banana bunch? Okay. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna say out of one bunch of lady fingers, yep. only one's been broken off. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Maybe a they're a, bunch. They're a bit old, but they're perfect for banana bread. Okay. Mm. So near full bunch, perfect for banana bread. So I like banana bread. So do I. I. I don't actually <laughs> like bananas. It's very sad. They're oh. nature's dessert. Oh, I saw an ad for it when I was a kid about, like, how do you eat Milo? Dip a banana into Milo, eat the banana. What I was the like, hell? That seems so good. I wish I liked bananas. <laughs> I love it. But, yeah, so I think the film is does a really good job at what it does on purpose. Yeah. But if you are not a fan of banana bread or that particular kind of film, you're not going to have fun. Mm, if you open okay. your heart to fun and banana bread... Um, almost all the way. Snap, snap off a lady yep. finger. It's going to be a good time. It does. It, it does also with time, as you know, the you know the third main character of the film um, does sort of lend you to think about chimpanzees in films. Makes you appreciate how smart the chimpanzee is, then how tortured it must have been. <laughs> Makes you feel bad, and the movie message hits harder. So they did what they wanted hard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, accidentally harder than probably they intended because mm. you're thinking about these chimps. Yeah. <laughs> both the fictional version of themselves and the acting versions. Mm. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 What about you, Meso? Uh, well, now that the image has been put in mind, uh, I'm thinking like maybe like like maybe four or five bananas on the bunch. Yeah. You take all the skin off. You, you 
get one of those big tins of Milo and you just dunk it in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it, a good time for all the family. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just eat it by yourself, but you probably regret it by about yeah. by about the two thirds mark, you know what I mean? It yeah. gets a bit ridiculous. That's a lot at of two thirds, three quarter mark. You what know? are you, Peter Siddle? That's a reference not many will get. But um <laughs> famously it's a lot well, of Well I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's a cricketer who eats eats like nine bananas a day or something. In his wheat oh, mix? Right. How many wheat mix does he do? I, yeah, good question. Mm-hmm. Good question. Nine bananas notice. a day. Something something wild like that. Wow. I know the the amount you have to eat you can't to kill yourself. What? It's, oh, no. <laughs> so you know how like they're like if you eat X amount of bananas, you'll die? Really? Cause, cause because of, of the potassium? Apparently, but. You'll overdose on bananas. You can overdose on anything. You can overdose on water. but um, Sure, okay. But the number of bananas, am I thinking of apples? Oh, no. Oh, no. You're saying you couldn't physically eat that that me- enough to kill you? Yes. Is that, right, okay. I, I guess no one about, else is concerned about potassium poisoning. About, I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> what about bana- like Barney bananas? Oh, Could I eat enough I Barney bananas banana. to kill me? Barney bananas. What, what is a Barney? It's like, an icy pole. It's like the poor man's oh. uh, banana paddle pop. Right. What about oh. banana paddle pops? Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I think they're the rich man's banana paddle pops. I disagree, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think structurally they're the rich. Finally, we've I, found something we disagree on. I think on. The structurally <laughs> they're the rich man's uh, banana paddle pop because they look... They look more impressive, but I think taste-wise. And don't they have real, like 5% real banana, whereas the Ugh. banana oh, paddle pops That's are... the issue. You don't want a real banana. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I think they're more banana-y, whereas the paddle pop ones are just that weird artificial banana. That's what pop. I want. Do you, know, do you know the artificial banana fact about old bananas and now bananas? What? Someone was telling me so recently, I think. It's a cool fact. So... um. What we've done with bananas is that um, when we've grown them, we've found the kinds of bananas we like and in order to re- reproduce it, um, instead of just like growing a whole field, but it, it's um, the way they've done it is they've reproduced and cloned the same banana. Right. So back in ye old times, you know the banana-flavoured lollies, how it tastes like artificial banana? Yeah. That was bottled off what our old favourite banana used to be. So this one kind of banana tasted right. close to the lolly banana because that's what it's based off of. But because all bananas are a clone of the same banana from this particular variety, um, a disease swept through and because there was no genetic variety in there at all, all the bananas oh. died. It just killed them immediately. Um, and we haven't learned. So all bananas are clones of the same. So all the different species of banana, they taste a bit different. The ones that are good, well, all of them, they're all clones. So if another disease rips through, we lose another flavour of banana. Wow. Hmm. Also, if you Google like original banana, bananas used to have so big seeds. Yeah, yeah, right. they looked inedible almost. Those yeah, old school bananas. I'm glad we're rid of them, quite frankly. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I give this film three out of six bananas. How about the bananas? They're. I don't think it matters, does it? Well, I mean, oh. you have to ask Matt. Of course, it matters. We're, we're we're jumping through his particular hoops here. So. No, but I mean, if they've, I mean, it's it's a relative scale, right? So yeah. That's right. It's like a three. score. It's like a scoring system. Yeah, three out of six. <laughs> and how ripe are those bananas? Which ones? The three that you. Oh, the three. Yeah. Relative to the six. <laughs> or the other three. To, just relative to bananas. Are they, are they from? Are they from separate bunches? This is like it's... the fourth time no, you've been I'm, on this show. I'm saying, they're like, I'm saying they're from the same bunch, so it doesn't matter how ripe they are. But how ripe is the bunch? <laughs> Are they ready for banana bread? Are they green? Are they? Would you eat them or not? Prime eating? I'd eat them. These are bananas I would eat. Nice. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a pretty that yellow. Is all right. But it doesn't matter. 
It's Nothing three out of matters. six. Yeah. In a way, the scoring system is completely <laughs> arbitrary. But the score stands regardless of their ripeness. Three out of six. 50%. But how, how good is, is that three? It, it's 50% of the six. Could you, rate, is... could you rate the three out of six out of six? Hang on. Yes. No, it's I a, can't. It's yeah. a no. 3D scoring system. Yeah. You've got, you've got width and length yeah. of how good. Because okay. It's... All right. I don't understand. So, like, Perfect answer. answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can I don't either. You can you can do it in any way you you like. I'd say okay. how good it is for me. I give it um, three out of uh, out of uh, five. Okay. Uh, for um, enjoyability, mm-hmm. and then I give it uh, I give it over over ripened on the um, how how much it is for me. <laughs> It's a kids, it's a kids movie. I see, I see. It's very good okay, as a kids movie. Right. It is, isn't it? I thought it was yeah. quite good as a kids movie. There's no. It's a family film. It's not like a kids film. Yeah, yeah right, it's right, a right. family film. Mm. It's um, there's someone in it for it's dad. Okay. There's someone in it. Yeah. There's a lot of like there's someone a lot of in montages. It for mom. <laughs> Matthew Broderick's there for mum. Yeah. Or dad. Dad's gonna be in Matthew Broderick. It's film. very eighties. It's got the classic like scrolling text at the start to set it up, and then it's. Mm. It's all very like just explainy from the top. Like as a film, it's not particularly well constructed. Evan's cutting sick right at the end. Here. So, I, I love it. I, you know, uh, you know. I love being it. Honest. It's there's a lot of pan flute. The, oh yeah. yeah. It's the eighties. It's the all most, a lot of Peter Gabriel. And, a lot of Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Shock the monkey is the yeah. opening song, yeah, which yeah. obviously is. Yeah, it's the too, wrong. Too true. It's the wrong primate. <laughs> well, yes, but we shock the chimp. Mm. They asked if he could re-record a different version. <laughs> and he's, he's an artist. He's an artist. He <laughs> might do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Did you know his first four albums are just called Peter Gabriel? What a, what a power move. It's like, it's like Weezer. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Oh. Weezer did that as well, I think. They yeah, just they go did, on yeah. a different... Mm. That is a power move. So mm. they ripped... Weezer ripped off Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Dogs. Bad dogs. Woof, woof. Weezer more like woofer. You know, oh, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. I went there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that brings us to everyone's favourite segment of the show. It's oh, I forgot. No, there's another segment. Uh, <laughs> oh, the segment we all hate. Uh, it's the DNA segment. Uh, uh, yep. First time guest Andy Matthews uh, told us that chimpanzees and humans share 99 percent DNA with each other, or 98 percent. A fascinating fact. That is. Yeah. Don't know which one insane. it is. No, yeah, no, no, it's, it's fascinating. Regardless. I'd say 98.5. Right. Okay. So, how much of yourself do you see in the on-screen chimp by way of percentage? Okay, from the on-screen chimp from this particular film. Yep. Okay, Virgil. Oh, Virgil. Okay, okay. You can Virgil. choose Goliath or one of the others. I was going to say, like, like, which 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 uh, chimp would you relate to the most? Yeah. Well, I feel like of all the chimps presented to me, look, I don't fang hard for a dart like Goliath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, which yeah. is f- fine as a personality trait, I guess. But are you easily tricked? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, maybe I am. Yeah, maybe right. Maybe I am easily tricked. Yeah, I like got... you're not fanging hard for it, but like if somebody was like, "Hey, can you can you move that fire extinguisher? I'll give you this dart." <laughs> Probably. I'm like, what if my friend needs a dart later? Oh, yeah, no. exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I do often bounce off the walls until a Matthew Broderick type comes and offers me a dart. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> is fang, fanging for a dart is that universal language? Um, no, it's, it's it's exclusive to this room. I think. <laughs> if one were to uh, deeply crave a cigarette, <laughs> one would be fanging for a dart. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I I I look on a relative scale again of ripeness of chimp brain. Um, Virgil is quite young, 
And I don't think I could compare myself fairly to Virgil in terms of relative intelligence. Right. So I'll go I'll I'll go for Virgil, I think I'm about a sixty. I do uh uh look, if I feel uncomfortable, I'm partial to a hug. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. a deep part of Virgil's oh, yeah. personality. Yes. Um, but the amount of stuff he figured out by himself, I couldn't do. If mm. an alien picked me up and tried to teach me language, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I think when Virgil's a little older, he'll start saying, bring it in. I'm a hugger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. One of those kids. He's going to teach everyone the sign for, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> what are you, Meso? Look, I think I related because, you know, you know when you when you're introduced to like a new job or something initially like this is this is really exciting and then it's just like oh I'm just I'm just just driving the flight simulator every day. You know? <laughs> just, oh, it feels like I'm getting radiation to the back of my head, but it's just angry passengers. That's <laughs> what's happening really there. So I related quite a lot. I reckon maybe ninety percent wow. DNA there. That's yeah. big. Mm. Yeah, I reckon I'd be close to ninety percent. I relate to Virgil. He's a smart chimp. Uh, You're a smart chimp. I'm a smart chimp. <laughs> Whereas uh, on your flight simulators. Yeah, I reckon I'd get on well with 1980s Helen Hunt. Yeah. 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 She was kind. You're wearing a she hoodie. Was kind. I'm wearing a hoodie, yeah. You're doing which, it. Which yeah. Virgil was at that time. And a, and a nappy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. The whole nappy thing. There's no way his hairs didn't get caught in that. <laughs> mm. And it looks like they were using a sticky tab system. I feel for that chimp. Mm. Yeah. They would have had to do multiple days of shooting because you have to train a chimp to do it first. And you know when you like put a like you put a belt on a cat or whatever, like you do anything. Sorry, what? <laughs> what? That's sorry, what? Have you ever done? Is this a fanging for a dart situation? <laughs> you you a, know when you put a belt, belt on a on cat. cat or oh, this is a heroin thing. This is a heroin thing. All right, I get it. You know when you put a belt on your cats. You know, <laughs> I remember reading as like when I was younger. They're like if you tie like a sash around a cat's middle. Um, it freaks yeah, them out yeah, a lot. Yeah. So you do that. But also we... Um, no, the, hey, but why do you do that? Uh, you read it online and right. you're like, what happens? And then your cat tries to sit down. You're like, oh, no. <sighs> but it also happens like we have a Devon Rex, which, you know, those like Sphinx cats that, with no hair. It's mm-hmm. like it's like if you sprayed one of those with like a bit of, you know, those hair in a cans. Yep. Spraying a Sphinx cat with hair in a can, that was our cat. It gets very, very cold. She has arthritis. So we're trying to uh-huh. keep her warm. So we bought her a little a little jumpsuit. Um, yep. And then because cats have something around the middle, they're not used to it, uh, they act like it's very heavy and they try and back out of it. Um, I, I'm so sorry. What was I saying? I, I was trying to think that too. What was You were talking about nappies. I oh, yeah, nappies. Yes, Putting clothes on. <laughs> well, if you put or something... diapers for our American friends. Yes. Oh, diapers. Mm, diapers. I do believe I'm getting <laughs> the diapers. <laughs> yeah, putting putting foreign clothes on an animal, they don't tend to respond well. So there would be a lot of just nappy training involved. Mm. I feel for the follicles of mm. Paul Willie. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, did you did you give us? Yeah, you already did. Yeah. I'd yeah. say yeah. Jeez, I don't. I think ninety percent. Is arrogant on both of your parts because I think Ooh. Willie is such a great chimp, yes. great character. I uh. wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> dare have the ego to suggest I'm ninety percent of that him, of him. Willie, right? I'd say I'd love to be, but yeah. I'd say probably. well, we'd all love to be ninety percent Willie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, where would the feet you know? go? <laughs> is this going to be straight up or is it going <laughs> horizontal or portrait? I don't know. Horizontal or portrait? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, all so the same line down, am I right? Am I right? Okay. I'm going to say about uh, maybe 45, about half. I'm wow, half the Willie you are, mate. Oh. 
Uh, but wow. a great character. Mm. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to everyone's favourite segment of the show, the Patreon. Oh, yes. Segment. So we got uh, so Patreon at do go on. No, what is it? Patreon.com slash do go on pod, where you can um, support this show and do go on and also book cheat, a show about books. Do go on's a show about lots of different things. Mesa, you're also on this week's episode of. No, next week's. <laughs> I'm on oh. this week's episode of Prime Mates. Wait, what is this? The one you're listening to right I'm trying now? Trying to think what this week's episode of uh, Do Go On about. It's about a, a brutal race in America called the White People Barkley Race. Oh. I think something like that. Oh yeah, that that took a turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, just. The same joke, man. <laughs> Saying that it's about a brutal race. I see. I, I've never described a foot or car race as brutal, but I suppose it makes sense. This one, yeah. It, it was dicey for a hot minute there. Nearly, it's, no one ever really finishes this race. But next week, Mesa will be on Do Go That's On. That's exciting. Um, and you can come see it live if you like this Saturday at the European Beer Cafe in Melbourne, Australia mm. at 4 p.m. or 3 p.m. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. You're on at 3 If you come at 4 p.m., you'll, you might be a little disappointed. <laughs> uh, but if you come at 3 p.m., you might also be a little disappointed. <laughs> He's on the guest. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to read out a few patrons. One of the rewards you get is getting to uh, be thanked on the show, and I'll read out your favorite primate. This is from listener and Patreon supporter William Young. He says his favorite primate is definitely King Kong because he's just a hopeless romantic. Who happens to be fifty feet to a hundred feet tall as a gorilla, depending on the film. <laughs> it's a big uh, range. I feel like I can relate to some of that. I wonder which bit he can relate to. <laughs> the probably height. not the, yeah, the, the height. Yeah, height. Yeah, probably the height. Something yeah, yeah. just the fact that facts about his personality vary from film to yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Willie Young. Ooh. Ooh, named for Willie? Yeah, I assume so. Named <laughs> after Willie. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's a fan. Yeah. Uh, I'd also love to Man, thank... I wouldn't mind my willy being young. I just... <laughs> uh, remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that feels weird. Yep. Stop saying Nick's willy feels weird. <laughs> Evan, you're giving away a little much there. I'd also love to thank Harry Green. He says, hey, Matt, I think my favourite primate must be Edamon. The, from the 90s semi-craze Digimon. Oh. <laughs> oh. semi-craze. He yeah. was the main villain for much of the first season, a big orange chimp, interesting, mm. with shades that sounded like Elvis. With shades, shades that, that sounded, sounded like Elvis? That doesn't... As in sunglasses? That sounded We're all like... looking this up. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It, how do you spell this? Uh, E-T-E-M-O-N. It's Etamon. Etamon. We that should do a Digimon. I should episode. do a Digimon. I gotta do a Poke. There's Pokemon oh. as well, I think. He he looks like maybe he is the cousin of the cheetah from Cheetos. Just, yeah, oh. Chester oh, right. Cheetah, yeah. The shades look like Elvis. They don't sound like he could Elvis. be a distant he could right. be a distant uh, Donkey Kong relative, maybe. That like the cool right. cousin from the city. Yeah. You know? Cranky one of Cranky Kong's other kids. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Is this a Digimon or is this I believe so. I, I believe that's he's so the villain humanoid. of Digimon. <laughs> that's that's a full on. That's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Does know. he go back into the computers? I don't understand why. Oh, neither do I. That, I think that's why you call Did, it a semi crazy. Yeah, you'd, right. you'd be foolish to call it a craze in Pokemon era. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 
So thank you so much for that, Harry. You've opened all of our eyes up. Uh, I'd also love to thank Ellie Durkin. She says, hey, Matt, my favourite primates is the gibbon. I love how weirdly uh, human ooh, they are. Gibbon. And how they... <laughs> We're going to end it here. This is the end of the podcast. Evan's done it again. When does this stop? There it is. I love how weirdly human they are and how they move like jangly puppets or something. I found this. Oh, and she sent a video. Maybe I'll post that. It's a video of one of them freaking out over a hedgehog. Oh, yeah. They do seem... They look, they look, I know what you mean They're by jangly so puppets. They're did, all arms. Yeah. Yeah. Did anyone have those oh, chimp pockets. puppets as a kid where the, the mouth was a puppet but the hands and feet sticks. had Velcro? No. no. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I remember them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they look like one of those. Their That's... arms are so long. Oh. I saw these, a, a family of them at the, they were blackface gibbons at the uh, Adelaide Zoo mm-hmm. and they were so cool. They were the best. I, I'm riding a Gibbons as well. But that is, of course, Evan. Phenomenal. Thanks so much, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Tom. No surname for Tom. He says, the gorilla. Because as David Attenborough said, David Attenborough, the famous animal hater. <laughs> as David Attenborough said, it seems very unfair that humans chose the gorilla to symbolise all that is aggressive and violent. What that is the... Okay, great. <laughs> I hope this is all part of the quote. It's all part of he's the quote. He's drunk somewhere and he's like, so the thing about <laughs> gorillas is they're all aggressive. You say they're aggressive, do you, but... Uh... Do, you have a, do you have a David Attenborough impression, Mason? No. no. Evan? Evan? No. Cass, it's all we need you. Ben Russell. Here we go. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Do you want to Perfect. Can you read, read, read out the quote there? Oh, in, yes. In your best. The gorilla, because of <laughs> dead. Oh, God, I'm so bad at this, guys. No, very good. Just commit. Because, as, because as David Attenborough said, it seems very unfair that humans chose the gorilla to symbolize all that is aggressive and violent when that is the one gorilla that is not and that we are. <laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah, that is that is interesting because they yeah, yeah they're big beautiful vegos aren't they as well. Oh, but you've seen that video of the gorilla like breaking glass to try and attack a child. Yeah, is that the cabriad? Is that one of those? Yeah, that's the cabriad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that is that is a wild <laughs> ad. But when that drum beat kicks in, yeah, yeah. love that. Um, that brings us to the end of the show. Thanks so much for joining us. I think this might be our longest ever episode. <laughs> Ooh, how long? We're up ten minutes. Up. Oh, it stopped recording. <laughs> I'm going to be putting this straight up. No editing. Yay. Yay. Uh, where can people find you, Cass? Um, I am on a number of podcasts on Sans Pants Radio. So if you go to sanspantsradio.com, um, we've got D&D is for Nerds, Shut Up a Second, a comedy podcast, and Why Am I Sad, which is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've okay. got Dave Warnock. He's just caught up. Hey, Dave, you're on uh, Primates Podcast. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Let me put you on speaker because I don't do any editing. Let's do this efficiently. Hi, Dave. Hey, Dave. I'm here with, with Meso, Cass, and Evan. Hey. Oh, guys, how are you? Really good. good. How are you doing, Dave? We've, we've just done the longest ever Primates podcast. And Jealous. it goes on. <laughs> yeah, it's still still going. What's the, what's the primate of choice? 
Well, this week we're talking about Project X, a film starring Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Little does he know how good it is. Oh, so many bananas received. Really? We're pushing up towards two hours, which we've never done before. Hang on. What's the exact runtime? One hour, 48 minutes and 34 seconds. That is the exact, I don't know about the seconds, but that is the exact hour to minute of the film itself. I think really? we've done it justice. Yeah, yeah. hour wow. 48. Well done, we everybody. did it, everyone. Like so many noble primates do. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, let's get back to that. I apologize for uh, interrupting. Yeah, no, that, this is your fault. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll call you back shortly. Okay, thanks, Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Can I just say, I think I'm probably like a 99% DNA match to Matthew Broderick if he was the primate <laughs> that we were talking you about. You do have, yeah. He's your celebrity crush. Isn't he's, that the, right? he's the person that most pe- the people have said I look like the most. Right. Uh, I thought it was because you're penchant for uh, bringing girls and champagne into cockpits while you're flying the plane. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that too. Um, uh, sorry, do we do we finish your? Oh, my plug's all done. But again, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Come check us out. And am I so? Uh, maybe you should go to planetbroadcasting.com where we have all kinds of podcasts also. Including this one. Yes. And your weekly podcast called The Weekly, the weekly Planet. Planet. Where, uh, what are we talking about this week? can't remember. Avengers Endgame is out ne- uh, next week, so probably just some filler until <laughs> <laughs> until, until, until that movie's out. <laughs> and where can people see Gamey Game? Yes, yeah, so alternatively to all that, you can go to gameygame.com uh, and look at it. No, just go to YouTube. <laughs> just go to YouTube and go to and type in Gamey Gamey Game. Yeah. And it's a it's a stupid show where we just talk about video games um, with some really fun people. I've been catching up on that recently. It's good. It's really yeah, good. thanks. Yeah. It's really yeah, it's been, it's, we've had a good show. run this year so far. It's been ben, fun episodes. Ben Russell's on most weeks. Yeah, Ben Russell, Naomi Higgins. Uh, most, I think most people who have been on Game of Game have probably been on Primates at, at some stage. So it's all familiar. It's all just mates. Yeah. Primates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> beautiful. Um, people can find me on uh, Twitter at Matt Stew underscore art and Matt Stewart Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. You can come see me at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for the next four nights before the festival finishes on Sunday. 7 o'clock at the Chinese Museum. You can find out details about tickets at mattstewartcomedy.com slash gigs. Also, I'm doing three nights at the Sydney Comedy Festival next month, so info is there for that as well. Um, and you can find Primates online at Primates Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Primates Pod at gmail.com if you want to email me. And I'll catch up on all those things. I've been a bit slack on it lately, but I'll get back onto that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, please give us a review, that sort of thing. That'll be so good. I just want to double check, um, who suggested Project X because I'd never heard of it before someone put it in the bloody, uh, the monkey house, the monkey house, the monkey hat, the monkey hat. There's a a link, uh, in the show notes, which will tell you, um, how to do that. But Keith Williams suggested it. Keith Williams from North Carolina. I know a fact about North Carolina. Michael Jordan played his college basketball there and, uh, he still wore his, Put those shorts on. Sure. Yeah. You've heard this one. It's yes. a great fact. He wears those shorts. I've listened to your podcast 
more than once, so I've heard it many times. <laughs> It's a great fact. I, mm-hmm. I agree with you. It is a really good fact. So, I, what's the full fact? I heard half a fact. So his college shorts he wore the whole way through his uh, Chicago Bulls, Bulls career, he wore his college North Carolina University shorts underneath. And that's why basketball shorts are so big because he needed bigger shorts to cover his Existing underneath shorts. shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh. that, and he became so it was a cool. Fashion and, trend. and he started the fashion trend. Now that's when basketball shorts got big and baggy. Whoa. And that all came from North Carolina. <laughs> uh, Sophie also suggests, Sophie from Melbourne also suggested it. Jesus, uh, actually a few people have. Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. Liz Lefever has also suggested it from Texas in America. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and from Bristol. Jeez, I didn't realize there were so many. Max suggested it from Bristol, beautiful Bristol. We did a live do go on there Uh Last year, and from Kansas City, Matt, and also one more. Can you believe it? No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong there. That's it. That's, That's it. all of them. This one was a Project Runway suggestion. I've just I've just searched Project in this hat. Someone suggested Project Runway All Star Season Seven. Well, after looking at that, yeah. Elizabeth Salgado. Uh, I can't understand how that will be relevant, but I look forward to finding out how. <laughs> Um, so thank you to everyone for suggesting. Yeah, there's a hat in the uh, link in the description. Um, please give us a five-star review. Tell us what you really think, but give us a five-star review. <laughs> and we always uh, finish this show with a sign-off. Maybe each of you would like to do a primate-related sign-off, as we always finish on the show. Just riff whatever you like. Mesa, Chip you no- later. <laughs> it's the one I say every time. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, Mesa, Evan, and Cass. And as we always say here on the podcast... Um, monkey, you later. <laughs> Doesn't work at all. Uh-huh. No, it works about as well as chimp you later. Oh come on, mate! <laughs> uh, chimp me with your rhythm, chimp. Chimp me, <laughs> chimp me. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Chimp you later, everyone. podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.